Welcome to the Atlaran Adventuring Company. This is the world of Atlaran. Beyond the Forgotten Realms, and perhaps not far from Exandria, Atlaran and her two moon sky have seen leviathans, dissolutions, divine gates, and calamities. And that's only the last 5,000 years. Perhaps most distinct for her scars, Atlaran is host to a number of sacred or cursed sites, depending on whether you ask Bahamut or Asmodeus. Or, perhaps you'll ask the old Balin gods, whom the world herself and her moons and star are named after. These places, like Mount Gear, the Monomarig Meteor, Drosdana, the Dawn Deep Trench, the Shattered Continent, the Greenhall Sea, the entirety of Garrett Eldathos, they all play parts in the world's fate. But it's the people that truly shape it. And every so often, little windows of time, short glimpses into exceptional people's lives, are plucked from the midst of the chaotic centuries and we call them stories. They're not always epics of heroism and bravery. Quite the contrary. Every hero was once a bumbling fool, or a selfish mercenary looking to make a platinum. Or, in most cases, both. And that brings us to our particular window in time. Following in the footsteps of a scorned bard and her unlikely lone wolf companion. Or, perhaps lone coyote is more apt. Marin Veneer, a half-elven fighter with a love of freedom and gunpowder and a former bard relearning her musical skills. Marin was the daughter to a frail sun-elf laundress who passed away when she was still young. Left to care for her half-sister Sylphie alone, Marin grew up far too fast. In her desperation to keep her sister from starving, Marin accepted help from the Alteras and was lured into their poisonous web of abuse, theft, and murder. Forced to kill and torture, often those unsuspecting and even undeserving, eventually Marin dared to question her adoptive father Alistair and was slaughtered on the spot by her brothers just before she was 18. Sylphie was left to flee alone, but ten years later Marin awoke, revived by the Hydling cult. Sickly but determined, she recovered thanks to powerful magics and the apparent interest of Cynthia Moore, mother of the new King of the Arbiters, Silas Moore III. And, by Cynthia's order, Marin was given as a gift to Silas in the hopes that she would become his subservient partner, a suitable wife that would not question the Moore family thanks to her debt to them. Marin, however, had the spark of rebellion in her soul by then, and wasn't about to be controlled again. When Silas proved he supported her in the freedom of those crushed by the Arbiters, Marin reluctantly fell in love. Now with her fiancé at her back and the work to be done, Marin is ready for the long road ahead. She'll make sure no one suffers under the boot of the Arbiters or the Hydland cult ever again. Kit. Just Kit, a shifter, or elusir, of the Coyote Totem and mildly devout cleric of Savros, the Balin god of mischief and wanderers. Originally hailing from Amnoblin as part of a group of natives called the Manamar and Dalmaric, Kit's people have always been harassed by the Skull, or outsiders, who seek to take their ancestral lands and waters. Kit's particular tribe was attacked when he was young, rendering himself and his brother Ren orphans, and forcing their tribe to flee their home continent altogether. They found refuge in Irakel, but struggled to adjust to the change from sub-Arctic to equatorial desert. 
trusting in the sacred Mount Gear, heart of the world, to watch over them. Kit's people settled in the northern savannas, but Kit never settled, aimlessly causing trouble to Skull and taking mercenary contracts to send money home since he was 15. Kit has become a person of interest to the Guild of Wardens, enforcers who help keep the common laws. Thanks to Dana Fioris, a former troublemaking comrade who eventually went straight and became a warden herself, Kit has quite the dossier with the wardens and rarely struggles to find work at their guild. And now, alongside Sylphie, Kit has his own scores to settle with the Arbiters, though breaking apart an organization of kidnappers and slavers would be reason enough to destroy them. Hello. Hi, y'all. Hi. Are you excited? I'm ready. Well, hi. Well, hi. Well, hi. All right. <laughs> Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Alarn Adventuring Company. I'm your Dungeon Master, Taylor Wallace, and joining me, I have Astrid Knight. Good evening. And Blake Wolf. Hi. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> and are you tired? Come on, man. No, I'm in my I'm in my grandma chair. I'm relaxing. Do this shit. So, hi y'all. Happy almost Valentine's Day. The lack oh. of holiday that that is. Yeah, that's tomorrow. Yeah. Who cares? Um, I got a lot of um, uh, chocolates and cookies oh. and stuff from Corey. So I wasn't sure where that was going. <laughs> So, yeah, I so, know. I starting out very charismatic. So much sex planned tomorrow, and I am yep. not excited about it. Yeah. <laughs> yep. It's no, just another you. day of bland ass sex. <laughs> <laughs> it's so vanilla, you can't even taste it. Mm. It's like water. <laughs> That's awful. Right? It's not a very exciting lube. Uh, anyway. Just water. Anyway. Oh, I want to start that company. Oh, God. What? Just water lube? Yeah. And it's actually just water. <laughs> Only one ingredient. Organic. It's totally organic. Hey. <laughs> also, not from Flint. <laughs> Don't want any issues there. No. Nope. Anyway. 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 Hi, y'all. Uh, last time, episode 27, game number 43, The Darkness Between Stars, because we're going edgy. Um, and also, it was very literal at the same time. Uh, you guys were in Volfira at the start. Uh, Kit awkwardly bothered Lucan while he was cooking food. <laughs> Uh, Marin and Silas uh, talked about the upcoming meeting with Dulthair and uh, asked Silas if there's anything he wanted to tell her that he didn't want to come from Dulthair, but he did not bank on the thing that Dulthair ended up saying. Uh, Ansem broke off from your group to take care of some business at home, said he would meet you guys in Taldunost remember uh you guys just said you're going to haven so uh, no i thought we messaged him we messaged him I... and said 
Because we we messaged him saying we're going to Haven and we did not tell him about Elaine being Oh yes, yeah. yes, 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 yes. Yeah. yes. I forgot the right yeah. So we specifically did okay. message him saying that we were going to Haven. Okay. Uh I forgot to write it down. So no worries. Um you tree hopped to Eris Holm. Uh, found out that Tara, uh, Tanner's estate and a small piece of the town had been burned a few months back. Uh, Lucan informed you that this was indeed the work of the Heidelin cults, and Lord Tanner's had probably, if he wasn't dead, retreated to Haven to the Sentinels, because that is where they're based. Uh, you have no idea where Tamar and Theo are. Uh, you went to visit Sundrake, Sundries, and Strangeness, the whole point of your uh, trip there, and found out that they're snowbirds, so they're not there right now. Uh, Kit bought a bunch of citrus fruit. I wrote that down, but not the fact that you fucking messaged <laughs> Um <laughs> I just, that whole like little moment of Ben being like, I want fruit, and I'm like, okay, what do you, what kind? He's like, I don't know, like, Lemons and oranges and shit. Or oh no, we decided on the tropical fruit because yeah. Anyway, no, I have um, lemons and oranges. I know, I know. Oh, okay, but uh, the okay. So small tidbit: Harris, uh, the southern part of Harris, has a jungle, the Kralo jungle, and it is the only place really that you can ship fruit in from throughout most of winter in Harris, because anywhere else is too far away. Which is a stupid little trivia bit, but that was why I was so, like, trying to deliberate on what would be there. Is because I knew what the fucking shipping lines were, because I'm a nerd. Just saying. I don't know. It made me feel like I put way too much thought into that shit. But also, it's one of the first questions I ask other DMs. Like, what do they grow? How do they get stuff in the winter? Where does it come from? Um, anyway, uh, you guys realized a fire genasi was following you. Mm-hmm. Uh, when confronted, they uh, were pretty cryptic and elusive. And I realized mid-game that they came off like a deus ex machina, but I promise they weren't. Uh, they called themselves Row, uh, turned to Row of Wear, thanks to Silas. Uh, and they seemed pretty entertained by the group's suspicion and danced around all your questions at first. Said they were a fortune teller, and they tempted you guys into some readings. Kit got the Four Horsemen, the Murdered Priest, and Ursan. Uh, the Grim, rather. Uh, Silas got the Gentleman, the Berserker, and the Minor Moon. Marin got the Satyr, the Queen, and the Pied Piper. And Silas and Marin together got the Tangle, the Jousting Knights, and the Green Dragon. Uh, you guys headed to a tavern for the night. Uh... Oh, also, Ro had mentioned, or Ro came back to you guys and mentioned uh, Alistair was around. Mm-hmm. So that's fun. Uh, they popped back in, uh, offering some info to you guys, revealing that they knew more about you than initially said. Uh, told you a little bit more about Cynthia and how they basically believe that she's really not as big a threat as you guys may believe she is. 
Um, mostly because she's short-sighted, I believe, was their major uh, point. Uh, they told you guys that they were a fellow favorite of Tuldenost, and they had been trying to catch up with you guys since Sylphie put on the whalebone ring. Um, let's see. I told you guys that after you left Harris, after Sylphie had died, they decided to stay in Harris to pursue leads on Cynthia and the Arbiters. Uh, they revealed to you that they were a changeling. Um, let's see. Nope, I've already said that. Uh, said that Cynthia is also currently in Haven, along with most of your targets, so that's fun. Uh, mentioned that there is potential that Cynthia is starting to groom Justine to be the uh, next queen of the Arbiters. Because because Silas has run off. Um, I did want to mention a thing uh, from last episode that I realized sounded uh, like it conflicted. Um, I said that a person who is not like part of the Moore bloodline cannot be... Or a person who is not part of the Moore family cannot become queen or king. Justine, even though she is not a Moor by blood, she was adopted by Silas II um, because Cynthia had her while she was still married to him, and he saw fit to let her live. Uh, guys, don't know. Silas hasn't said oh, why that big. was. Um, yeah. But he, he adopted her, so she is legally uh, in the line of succession should Silas III be taken out of it. Um, do, 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 do. <clears throat> you guys broached the idea of Silas going back to Moore's Rest and taking over the throne again, but that will be difficult considering his betrayal. Um, Cynthia is trying to track Alistair. Uh, Roe is not sure if it's because he's useful or a threat, or if maybe she wants to turn him into her own walker. Um, Alistair has been growing in power uh, because he's trying to outrun death. Uh, Kyla also seems to be interested in him. Uh, you guys learned that Kellogg does not need to be nearby for Alistair's phylactery to work. Um... Uh, Roe also knew a little bit about uh, the Despar family, revealing that Lucan's older brother Nadvir is missing after falling into the uh, crater lake near the Monomaric, and revealed that uh, his sister Elaine is Ansem's husband, Ethane's puppeteer, as of recently. The previous puppeteer is apparently dead. Uh, Roe offered to get the crew near Haven the next day, uh, and then took off for the night. Silas drank a lot after that. I think you all kind of drank a lot, but Silas went hard. Mm -hmm. Um, Marin tried to talk with Silas. It was... Eh. <laughs> um... He spent half the time saying how he was one step under a uh, trashy vampire romance novel husband. Uh, 
he is worried by the fortune you guys got. Not necessarily because he believes in that stuff, but because he thinks it's true what was predicted. Not that the cards have power, but the idea that they revealed has power. Um, let's see. Uh, Marin and Silas both agreed that they're fucking terrified of Silas or, or of uh, Alistair's return. Uh, Silas went to bed while Marin talked to Lucan a little bit. Uh, you guys connected a tiny bit more. Um, he told you what he knew from watching you, essentially. Um, what uh, told you a little bit more about what Kyla knows. Uh, and then eventually, Marin headed to bed, only to run across a dark figure in the hallway. Uh, the avatar of Delthair took a walk with you, and you discussed Silas's future, potentially with or without him. Uh, he explained that he uh, has a partnership with Silas where he trades favors for power. Um says that Silas can walk away, as suggested by Marin, but he will lose everything. Uh, told you a little bit more about the similarities between Silas the First and Silas the Third. Uh, this bit was dense. Um, yeah, there's a lot. <laughs> it's a dense conversation. Um, Delther did give you a little useful information about Cynthia... Um, and said that she is not an integral part of the cult. While she is a member, she is not, and a white cloak, she is not necessarily in major control of anything. Um, she just likes to think that she is. Um, he said that Silas asks for power and favors to pursue goals to protect Marin and company. Um, <laughs> Mentioned a couple of the things Silas has done before uh, in order to get power from him. Uh, he talks about Silas helping him remove dangerous people for the greater good. Uh, Marin, with a damn good role, managed to talk him into mentioning a couple specific kills... And Dolthair admit, admitted that he helped Silas not kill his father, but get his father killed. Uh, and helped Silas directly kill his grandfather, who was the person he loved most. And while he did explain why, uh, it was still pretty fucking dark. Mm-hmm. Uh... You guys left on a pretty contentious note. I did write down a couple, like, little quotes from Dolthair, like, we are forced to have a cosmic perspective, and death changes your perspective, but you would know all about that, wouldn't you? Uh, and uh, basically, through the whole conversation, he held that what he does is for the greater good over individuals. Uh, but he did say or claim that he cared for Silas and even Marin. Um, but your opinion of him is inconsequential in the grand scheme. So that's fun. Fucking dick. 
I don't know if I'd call that dickish. Uh, I don't know. I have, I, have, I have weird personal opinions about the way that Delphair <laughs> does things. Um, so, so now, do I. <laughs> yeah. So now we start on Yond the Seventh. It is still Yule. Um, oh my god! It, it, it's been Yule forever. Yule is ten days in Atlar, and it runs oh, from Toll the Twenty Fifth to Yon the Ninth. Uh, you guys have done a lot, like really dense shit over Yule, so like it feels like it's lasting forever. Yeah, you guys are still in Eris home at the tavern. Uh, it is morning, and you are getting ready to head uh, to hop to Haven and bypass the Arctic. Oh, that's yeah. right. Um, so, uh, tell me what you're doing. I'm gonna I'm gonna be up early, and okay. I'm gonna clean. Yeah, hardly. Um, oh no! What? what? Can you guys hear me? Okay. Uh huh. Yeah. Your sound yeah. was off last week, but we could hear you just fine. You yeah, you're me. great now. Can you hear me tapping the mic? Yeah, yeah it's it's on it's on. Why is it not registering on the stream then? That's weird. It's okay. registering on this side. That's okay. I'll keep messing with it. Sorry. Is is the, can the stream hear you? Yeah, the stream can hear me. I just think it's using a different source. Hold on, let me check the. I have the Twitch stream uh -oh. up. Uh oh. Uh, it's using my headset microphone. I'm gonna change it. Oh, okay. It is. Yeah, we can there hear we the microphone, but. You, the stream is getting your Mobby. headset. It's working now. I fixed it. Okay. Uh, yeah, so I am going to, because okay. I realized I haven't done this in a long time, uh, clean my guns. Uh, I had assumed that you occasionally do that. Well, or... I'm intentionally doing it <laughs> right okay. now. <laughs> because well, now got some who gun oil. Doing. Got yep. some gun oil, some soft cloths, and yep. maybe I'm just a gonna, hammer. I'm just going to do that. And then once I'm done with that, I'm going to actually go to Kit's room if it's not, like, super early. Uh, it depends on what Kit's idea of early is. I'm awake. Yeah. Okay. I figured. Okay. I knock. Come in. Hi. Walk in. Morning. Hi. You just let people walk into your room? I mean, you knocked first. Okay, fair. What if I was, oh like, a murderer? ass cat on that chair back there? Oh, my gosh. <laughs> no, I don't see him. Oh, he, like, oh, no, his I see paws his butt. up. Yeah. Um, what if you were a murderer? Yeah, what if I was a murderer, and, and if I knocked first, would you just let me in? Yeah, and then I'd kill you. <laughs> Open the door. Okay, good point, actually. Or I could, um, like, transport you into the middle of an iceberg. That had a tree oh, on it. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All those icebergs with trees. Yeah. yeah. Well, you never know. Like, I need to so. find an underwater tree. So I can transport people underwater and drop them. Good luck with that. What what can I help uh, you with? 
I'm gonna close the door behind me. Uh-oh, it's serious. <laughs> okay. So, we're still going to Haven. Nothing's changing mm -hmm. or anything, so don't... Don't worry about that. Um, how much do you trust me? After that question, less. Oh my god. <laughs> okay, pretend I didn't ask the question then. Now answer it. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I mean... A little more than most people. Okay. If... I come to you and say we need to leave right now and Silas isn't there. Would you do that without asking any questions? No. Great. Cool. Thanks. Why bud. would Silas not be there? It's just it's just a contingency plan. So are you I having second a... thoughts about being married already? None of your business. So that's a I... yes. Listen, I just... I just need to know if you're on my side or what. I figured this was more of a group effort. It is, but... I don't know. Most likely this is never going to come up again. I hope this never comes up again. So what's going on? I just, I talked to his patron last night. Okay. And he said some things that didn't sit well with me. Have you talked to Silas about it? I'm going to. But I just want to make sure that... If we need to get away, we need to get away. You need some backup to talk to him? No, I'm, I'm fine. I just want you to know if that ever does come up, that's what's going on. Okay. Okay. Are we in danger? Not yet. I don't think. Okay. I... I know I'm being like super cryptic and everything and I'm probably freaking out for no reason. I'm probably freaking out for no reason, but yeah, I just need to know that I have an out. Okay. Cool. Good talk. Yeah. Super good talk. I feel stupid. Um, Why? I don't know. Because you're acting like I'm overreacting. I don't know. I don't think you're... Well, to be fair, I don't know what the guy said. So maybe you are overreacting. I have no idea. No, I'm going to... I'll talk to him first. Okay. Thanks. Yeah. Are we planning on leaving him like today? Or is this like No, we're not planning on leaving him. It... This is like drop of a hat, like, mm. I will let you know if this is happening. Because okay. most likely it's not happening. 
right. All right. Cool. Uh, anyone asks? This didn't. This conversation didn't happen. Of course. Um. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. What are you doing in my room? Ew, oh, go away. Okay, God. Oh you just like barge into everywhere without asking. Yep. God. That's me. That's me. I'm going to leave the room. <laughs> okay. Um, as you come out of Kit's room, you do pass by a bull who is... It, it's still kind of early. I assume Kit gets up uh, relatively early. Um... So he's like coming out of his room, just like kind of, kind of stretching and yawning, and he almost bumps into you. He's like, "Good morning, morning." You look Ready? really tired. You okay? Yeah, great. You look, you look um, normal. Uh, you look like bull. Thank you. You're welcome. <laughs> I guess, uh, you... I guess normal's better than a lot of other things. I mean, yeah, you don't look bad. You look like bull. Okay. Okay. Are you Are you sure you're okay? Yep. Great. You're um, acting really, you're acting really strange. No, I'm not. Um, I'm not strange at all. You're strange. What? What? <laughs> wow. It's like, this isn't even Marin at this point. Yeah, this is me. Yeah. This is Sylphie at this point. Yeah. Um, <laughs> that's why he's like, mm. <laughs> but he's like, okay, well, if there's, you know, anything happening, just let me know. Nothing's happening. It's it's all good. Okay, I'm gonna go make breakfast with Lucan. Okay, have fun. Okay, and he kind of like trots off. Very awkward. <laughs> okay, I'm gonna go back to my room. Okay. When you get there, uh, Silas is awake, and uh, he probably hasn't been awake for terribly long. He's still like not fully dressed. Um, but as you come in, you kind of see him sitting there with, like, rubbing his head like he has a headache. You're regretting that half bottle of whiskey now, aren't you? Yes, thank you for reminding me. You okay? Mm, I'll be fine. Really? We're gonna try and kill your mom today. Well, uh, I was hoping that we'd have a chance to get the lay of the land in Haven first, but I guess we'll see what happens. I should be fine in a couple of hours. Okay. So, I'm going to make sure the door is closed. Okay. Uh, So... I talked to Dolthair last night. That would explain some of the strange dreams that I had. And he sort of sits up straight and faces you. 
it was... I don't think we like each other. I'm not surprised. Um, I'm not surprised by most of what he said. Did he say something surprising? I'm gonna sit down facing him. He sort of pulls back a little bit like he's not sure. How how much did you love your grandfather? More than anything. But you still killed him. Oh. Yeah, oh. Is that why that tarot card freaked you out so much? And he stands up. He says, um... I, uh... I'll be back. And he heads for the door. Wait, no. No, I'm running after him. He, he, he doesn't stop. Get! Mm, I'm not, nope, I'm not gonna yell at him. Where are you going? <laughs> um, I need to take a walk. No, you can't just, we can't just have a conversation and then you leave in the middle of it to go take a walk. I know what you're going to do. You're gonna go talk to him. Uh, uh, he just opens the door and heads out. I'm following him. Okay, so the rest of you guys see the two of them coming down the stairs. Uh, Marin telling him, stop, don't go. Uh, and he's just straight ahead. He has this... He has this expression on his face that you guys very rarely see, which is sort of like... It's like that thousand yard shock stare and he's just straight ahead not paying attention to anybody as he heads for the tavern door. Still going after him. Hold on. I don't hmm, I don't want to do anything. I don't want to like No, I'm just I'm just walking after him. Okay. Um, Bull and Lucan each watch, and Bull, who already kind of figured something was off, is like, are you are you guys okay? What's just, happening? Just let me handle it. Just let me handle it. Uh, okay. And you guys head out the tavern door, and Silas just keeps walking. I'm gonna keep going, too. And I'm just the whole time, I'm gonna be like, just Stop and talk about this. Like, no. I'm gonna keep doing it. Keep going after him. Um, if you continue to follow him and don't attempt to stop him, uh, you will literally follow him across town. Okay. Uh, to 
a little ways north of the harbor where there's no one around. Um, and uh, there's there's no one around, but there are like some fishing docks in this area. And Silas walks out on one of these sort of rundown docks, um, walks straight to the end. Uh, and as he mm-hmm. stops at the very end of it, he's just staring out at the western horizon. I will stop at the other end of it. What is this accomplishing? He doesn't answer. Silas, I just want to talk about it, okay? And make a perception check for me. Oh, this is going like way worse than I thought it was going to go. Um, thirteen. Thirteen. Uh, you over the wind and the sound of the waves, you can hear him talking, but it's not to you. It's very quiet, like he's talking to himself or someone that you can't see. Yeah. And then you start to hear him yell. Um, just out of nowhere, as you're trying to get his attention, you hear him say, Why would you... You said you would never tell anyone. I convinced him to. I, I'm sorry. And Silas turns around, like reels on you, and says, "Shut up!" And he turns back, as if he's looking out at something that you can't see. And he's just—he's switching between languages as he yells. He starts off in common, and then he drops into this weird, twisted speech. Uh, what languages do you know? Uh, probably not that one. Um, Elvish and Halfling. Yeah, you definitely don't know it. (laughs) But this weird, like, um, equal parts, like, uh, sharp and almost lyrical, um, but weird twisted syllables as he's just yelling out into the ocean at, you assume, Delthair, uh, and eventually you hear him yell in common, Answer me! And he reaches uh, onto one of his fingers where he has this black ring and he just throws it into the ocean. I didn't mean to make you upset can we just talk about this please no we can't what are you talking about silas he's still got his back to you so we're just not going to talk about it then no okay great you know what par for the course right 
This is just what we do. We just don't talk about these things. Or at least you don't. I wouldn't have been mad if you would have told me this months ago. And he turns and looks at you with this sort of confused, maybe, I don't know if incredulous is the right word, but confused and almost sarcastic smile. He says, you wouldn't have had a problem with it. I think it would have been surprising, but if you just explain what the circumstances were, I'm sure. Do you know the circumstances? Do you know that I killed him just because he was weak? Did Dulthea tell you how he was sick and dying anyway and I finished him off early? Yeah, yeah, he told me that. Mm -hmm. And you, you would have been okay with that. I'm... He deserved so much better than me. He... He had his flaws, yes. And there was only so much he could do at his age, and... But... He didn't need to die. So why did... Why did you do it? And he turns and looks back out at the ocean and says, for the greater good. Is that what you thought the greater good was? At the time, yes. He needed to... He wouldn't step down. He needed to go. He, Someone needed to take the reins and and get things done. Things were bad. How you couldn't have waited? You you sick. Apparently not. That isn't that isn't you anymore, right? And he turns back and looks at you and says, No, it's still definitely me. I am still Silas Moore III. No change of name is ever going to fix that. No amount of years is ever going to change that. Well, not when you talk like that. You have choices, Silas, and you've been making them. You've been making good ones. 
since you've been with me, I... And the thing that scares me the most about any of this is that you were so scared of that tarot card. I'm not afraid of cards telling fortunes. I'm... I don't give a damn about the card. I give a damn about the truth behind it. So... I am capable of... I've proven that I'm capable of hurting and killing the people I love most because it serves a purpose. And... I know she's awful, but here we are about to go kill my own mother. What... What's to stop me if... If you disagree with me someday and I suddenly decide that it's not... You're not gonna do that. Am I? If that's the way you're going to approach it, then... I don't know. The Silas that I know wouldn't do that. But this Silas, the one that I'm talking to right now, I don't know. You're not making that decision that you're going to fight for me. I made that decision when I turned Senna down. I stood my ground in front of a fucking dead god and said that I wasn't going to let her hurt you. That's the decision that you have to make. But it's not Senna hurting me. It's not Dulthea trying to hurt you. It's and he looks back out at the ocean again. Um, and you can see in the far western distance a storm approaching. He says, I... I did it. He gave me the tools, yes. But I was the one who made the decision. It had nothing to do with... If you say I had he nothing didn't... to do with him, he... Dulthair has been manipulating you since day one. You can't honestly say that you were... It was totally you making that decision. He kept using all of... When he talked to me, he kept saying that, oh, you don't think like Silas and I and, and all this manipulative, awful language. And I just, he's, that's all he is. He's just twisting things to make you think that these things are for the greater good, that there's no other way, but there's options. There's always another way. And Silas 
turns back toward you, but he doesn't look you in the eye. And it's not often that you see this unconfident version of him. He doesn't let it show. And he, his shoulders sort of sag and his head dips down. He says, I killed him. And you see tears start to brim in his eyes. He says, I miss him so much. I'm gonna hug him. He doesn't move from his spot. I'm just gonna stand there and hold him. After a little while, as this spring storm is rolling in, you can hear the thunder in the distance and the air starts to grow warm as a, as a warm front starts to drive away the cold. Um, you're still standing there as the clouds roll overhead and it begins to rain. It's unseasonably warm for winter, but... It's almost a little comforting in a way. Um, Silas eventually just sort of slumps against you. Still won't look you in the eye. Still won't hug you back, but sort of leaning into you. And eventually you find yourselves just sitting on the edge of the dock. And after a long while in the pouring rain, Silas finally looks toward you, still won't meet your eyes, says, I, I, I don't want to kill my mother. I don't want to kill anyone. Okay. I know it needs to be done, but I... I can't do it. And I guess I will. And he lays his head against your shoulder. We'll cut away from that sad scene. <laughs> Back to the crew in the tavern. Uh, Silas and Marin have been gone for a while, and a storm has rolled in. Uh, as I said, unseasonably warm for winter, but it happens. Warm fronts happen. Um, the longer the storm sort of rages on outside with the thunder and lightning, the more Bull gets kind of anxious, like worried about. Not necessarily thinking they're not safe, but just like, oh, oh god, they're out in the rain. They're gonna get sick. Um, 
yeah. Typical Bulwaris. Whereas Lucan has taken over uh, making and serving breakfast. You guys have finished eating now. What is Kit up to? Uh, I am... I'm, like, slightly concerned, but probably not that worried about it. You're Kit. You're Kit worried. Yeah, because I'm just, like... It's like telling them, I'm like, don't worry, it's just marital problems. They'll be fine. That doesn't make it any better for Paul. He's <laughs> like, what do you mean, marital problems? What's happening? They're fine. They're just, they got married, the honeymoon phase is over, and now they have to deal with each other. It's fine. <laughs> That's not very comforting, Kit. It happens to everybody. When you get married, if you do, it'll happen to you. <laughs> you know you like it's like oh we're dating this is so fun and then you get married and you're like oh this is great and then two months go by and you're like oh my god this person's here all the fucking time and then you have to de- learn to live with them like it's it's a thing it happens yeah uh lucan looks at bull and says you know it's sort of similar to living with any family really there are times when it's fun but sometimes it's like oh this person is here every day mm-hmm. and bull is kind of like i don't really i don't really know that feeling very well you grew up with an entire carnival like you could just go find a new uh, no, person i i didn't grow up in the phylon caravan oh what did you have like a happy childhood or something no <laughs> No. And Lucan looks at him and is like, Are you okay, Bull? And Bull's like, I didn't really have parents. Mm. Uh, okay. And I didn't. I think I technically did have siblings, but they weren't really siblings. I, I grew up in this tribe where when somebody has a kid, it's not really just their kid everyone raises them but instead of being like one big happy family it's more like it's more like living in like a military school oh okay so like were people actually married or anything like that Mm, i think there were some but not very many you kind of had to be you had to earn the right to be married Wow. Because no one was supposed to own anything. So we like shared everything. That's weird. And being married mean you belong to a person. So you had to be like really special or really, really strong so nobody could tell you no. I'm not going to lie. That sounds horrific. <laughs> it, it was kind of traumatic, yeah. Okay. Well, that's not going to happen so, here. So this is... This is normal. Married people love and hate each other simultaneously. It's it's totally normal. That sounds unhealthy. Oh, it's it's just the way it works. It's like marriage is a terrible curse, but people <laughs> enter into it willingly. Okay, Ben. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. 
man. The context is yeah. great. Sometimes uh, you just do it for the tax benefits, and then you realize, oh my god, they're never going to go away. <laughs> well, you made the mistake of living with them. Uh, oh, wow. But uh, Lucan, uh, still looking at Bull, says, how did you... How did you end up not an asshole? And Bull kind of shrugs. He says, "Well, I, I left, I left that whole thing when I was like fifteen, and they sent me to like earn earn a living, uh, which meant fighting for money. And then I met my mum, not not my mum, but the the lady, yeah, uh, my mentor." And she was really great. And then she lost her leg in a fight. And so I went out to make more money to support her. And then I'm at the Phalon Caravan. Hmm. I think I've only been with them for like five years. Well... How did she lose her leg? I'm curious. Uh, well, the pet that we usually fought in, she was like the champion, and she had been for years. Uh, nobody could beat her. She she got this really like fantastic nickname. She was called the Hare in the in the ring because she was so fast. Um, oh. um, and I mean. My my nickname's not Bull because my name's Bullwork. It's because I got the nickname the Bull in the ring as well. Mm. Um, so we kind of went together, the Bull and the Hare, and we fought together in, like, team matches. Um, I know it should have been the Tortoise in the Hare, but nobody no. wants to fight with the Tortoise who's too slow. <laughs> no, I've heard um, that story before about the Bull and the Hare. There was <laughs> one guy who is, like, the... I think his nickname was, like, the Painted Turtle, but... He, he wasn't called that because he was slow. He was called that because he had like, a lot of tattoos and they were really fantastic. But anyway, um, <laughs> he's just, just bunny trails off to the side. Mm-hmm. Um, it's like, uh, we were in a team match against some people from Caladras and it was, a, it was a weapons only fight, no magic. And one of them pulled out a magic sword and they just took a leg off at the thigh did in you, one swing did you murder them uh well it was also it, it wasn't a kill ring it was fighting for money and basically once you got knocked out or you know knelt down and tapped out then then the other person wins but you're not you're not supposed to like really maim each other like that like accidents happen, people lose fingers and eyes, but you're not supposed to just take a giant ass flaming broadsword and just sweep someone's leg out from one of them. So I almost killed him, but I didn't because Mum wouldn't want me to. So I just messed him up real bad, and they got arrested, and Mum survived. So we got her. A a new lake, and her career was over. Okay. In fact, it's really handy that I met the Phalon Caravan, because then I met Ansem, and he made her lake. 
It's oh. not like a really oh. fancy clockwork one, but it works really nicely. Oh, okay. Well, why we didn't couldn't we afford make it? A oh, clockwork one. He should have given it to you for free. That's not how business works, Kip. No, it is when you're friends. Um... Well, we weren't friends when oh. I first ordered it, and I haven't, I haven't asked for a better one because I feel like they'd be taking advantage of him. Well, when we help but save when... his husband, we can, uh, we can ask for a better leg. Uh, I'm I'm saving up money for it. I mean, the half reason I was traveling with the Phalong caravan is I'm, I'm a performer. I I can I can do some nifty tricks that people like to see, like circuses and fairs. Um, but I'm I'm saving up money from this venture too. What little we do make, and one day I'm gonna buy a quick lake. I love Bull so much. He's so cute. <laughs> I've never gotten to like reveal his whole thing yet. Um, but he kind of shrugs like it's I'm taking notes. the thing to do. Um, says, I do hope we get to go to Geralt Shell sometime. Because I think, I think you guys would really like her. And I'm like damn sure she'd love you, Kit. Oh god. Why? You're kind of a kind of snarky person. I take offense to that. She's <clears throat> she's real dry and sarcastic. Uh. And like, I never really got the hang of sarcasm, so it was kind of wasted on me. Mm -hmm. So I think she'd I think she'd like you. Well, I'm also. The reason I don't get bothered by, like, all the teasing and stuff is that's just mum through and through, mm. so. You're not bothered by the teasing, but you think I hate you? Well, like I told you, I never really got the hang of sarcasm. Mm. Like, when I know it's teasing, it's fine, but sometimes I don't know. Okay. I'll keep that in mind. I'm kind of, uh, in her words, I'm kind of I'm kind of thick sometimes. Thick in the English sense, not the American mm -hmm. sense. No, I know what you mean. Not with two C's. Not with two C's. No. <laughs> Bull I mean, is thick is... with four C's. Yeah. <laughs> but he's thick in the head. Dense as hell. Um, Dense, that's a good one, yeah. yeah. Okay. Well, uh, cool story. Um, glad your mom's okay. Really mm -hmm. weird that you had a terrible childhood. Um, welcome to the club. Why is that weird? I don't know. It's just no. Yeah, it wasn't. For the it wasn't for weird that you had a bad childhood. It's weird in the way that you had a bad childhood. That's unique. What the whole Spartan thing? Yeah, because Sparta is definitely a thing here. Well, it's the only word I can think I of. Know. Here, it's probably like the whole. Uh, what's the name of the city? Uh, oh God, there's a Sparta here. It, there's a there's a Sparta similar place, uh, Vostok. Uh, do they yeah. throw their babies off cliffs if they are like born unperfect? Uh, if they're like not gonna be able to function correctly, yeah. Cool, 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 cool. I was asking Bull that, but yeah. Yes, they they do that where I'm from. Cool. There's a little tiny baby graveyard. Sweet. Um, yeah. Well, it's not tiny. 
no i figured uh <laughs> weirdly enough um i'm i'm from a place near i'm not really from a town because it's not technically it's not on a map where but it's like north of port ulo in uh Gerald shell so it's in like the really deep jungle where the trees are like a thousand feet tall that's a lot um yeah hmm. and it's not an exaggeration they're actually like thousands of feet tall yeah, they move too. That's horrifying. Uh... No, it's pretty cool. There are like, so this happens in like Garrel Shell and Caladras, um, like northern Caladras. There are like these really, really big trees, like redwood style trees that they just move. They like migrate and their village is built in them because you can't build them on the ground because the trees will run over them. So there's moving villages. How does anybody get anywhere? You ride the tree. Yeah, but how do you how do you find like anything? how do you get between the trees? No, how or do you find how do you, the oh, villages after they move? Like, do they always go the same direction? Uh, no, the trees sort of move wherever. I, I think they follow the like rich soil. So like they leave an area for a while, and the soil gets all its like nutrients back. And Lucan is like staring at him like wide-eyed. He's like, wait a minute, you understand ecology, but you can't read. And Bull kind of like pulls back. He's like, I can too read a little. I <laughs> So understanding ecology, I was going to call you out on that because that's literally the opposite of how rebuilding soil works. But I don't know how that works. I do. Uh, but <laughs> usually no, so the trees basically, basically what happens enrich the soil. Not with these trees. Yeah. I, I get what you're getting at. No, what happens is the trees move and other shit grows there for a while mm. that actually restores the soil. Gotcha. The trees are not restorers in Garrel Shell and Caladras. They're, they're like almost predatory. Okay. Uh, kind of, yeah. Um, but basically, when the trees move in, everything else on the ground dies. Um, and then when they move out, everything comes back and re-nourishes the soil. They're predatory. So they don't worry. Dirt. I They don't eat dirt. No, they, they eat all the shit in they it. They eat dirt. Um, I, I get how real-world ecology works, but these trees are fucking jerks. All right. Um, well... That's a that's a really weird bowl. Was it weird? It's really weird. We'll have to go look at it sometime. Maybe it I happens can... in like two or three places in the world. It's not weird. Maybe I can bring one back to Irakel and it'll like. Oh, don't don't do that. Kill the Haldron Company or something. Well, for one, it won't grow here because most of the soil is like really polluted. In Erica? In like, yeah. Oh. That's why no trees grow here anymore. Is because one, they were all cut down, and two, without druidic magic, they don't grow. <laughs> I'm gonna restore the environment. <clears throat> the whole I, I welcome you to try. Yeah. The whole continent. Uh. Yeah. No, I could. Yeah, no, I could cause some chaos with that. Maybe I'll take some north or take them to a different continent and see what happens. 
that that sounds like an invasive species, which is never a good idea. That is also completely false. Invasive species are always a good idea. That's inherently untrue. Actually, it's not. Believe it or not. I know of very few good invasive species. All invasive species are there for a reason, and typically they're there to clean up something else. Most yeah, of but the when invasive they get out of control. That well, the thing is, is one like okay tangent. I'm gonna tangent. So the first, All the right. big one that everybody knows, especially in Michigan, is the purple leaf loosestrife. And I don't know shit about I definitely that. Okay. know what that is. Well, so it was a big thing a few years ago. People were really upset about it because it was spreading like wildfire in all the water lens in Michigan. And it was like choking out the native plants and killing them. And it was even affecting the fish and everything else. Like it was a huge problem. But then they started doing research on them, or somebody started doing research on them instead of trying to kill them, and found out that the purple leaf loosestrife only grows in waterways that are polluted. And what it does is it takes up all the pollutants, it makes them inert, and then it dies. And then once the water is completely clean, it's no longer a good environment for the loosestrife, and the other plants grow stronger and take back over. It just takes time. Hmm. The vast majority of mm. invasive species that people talk about are things that move into a place that is perfect for them, that's not doing well for everything else, and they fix the soil somehow. And then once the soil becomes better again, they typically go back down to a manageable level. They don't disappear forever. And there there are ones like like certain types of fish and seaweed and stuff that do actually cause like legitimate problems. But most plant invasive species are there for a reason. Okay. That's But I don't think a predatory tree. No, no, I agree. This is an invasive species. I still want to do it. Okay. (laughs) I get what you're saying. Still don't think these trees should go to a place like Amnoblin because they will fucking take over. Oh. Well, we'll see <laughs> what Kit does. Yeah, let me write that down. That's uh, that's a good Margaret. idea. Walking tree. He wanted <sighs> to drown the world with a bucket, so... Yeah, but they also wouldn't really be able to grow there because it's too cold. Like, Garrel Shell is almost equatorial, whereas most of Amnoblin is Arctic. Don't or worry. sub-Arctic. I will, I will figure this out. I will imbue the tree sure. with druidic magic forever. Give it a druidic sweater. A true resurrection on that tree forever and make it immune <laughs> to cold damage or something. I'll do it. Anyway. I'll do investiture of cold. Anyway. Good lord. Thank you for the science lesson, though. I didn't uh-huh. know that about invasive plants. Yeah. Um, Any- so, uh, eventually, as you guys are talking about the two-bull horrifying idea of introducing these moving roads to uh, to uh, Amnoblin, uh, you see the tavern door open as some, like, early patrons are coming in for, like, a really simple breakfast. Um, and among them, uh, you see Ro step in. Uh, today, wearing just a beautiful purple brocade vest, really puffy, long white sleeves, dark trousers that are fitted pretty nicely. He's got a nice butt um, and knee-high boots, and he's just 
waltz on along. Yo. They. God fucking damn it. I know. Um, it's so hard to gender this person because you keep messing it up. Well, <laughs> well no, because the reason I keep fucking it up is because Ro is a changeling, which makes them inherently genderless. Mm-hmm. But this form of Roe is technically male most of the time. So I'm getting their I'm getting their current mask and their actual gender mm, mixed up. Gotcha. But anyway, Hi, Ro. Ro waltzes up to you guys' table <clears throat> and leans down and says Hello. How's everybody doing this morning? Oh, beyond the marital problems, I think we're doing okay. Oh, no. Did you see, like, a vampire in Little Red Riding Hood running around out there somewhere? <laughs> I know what Marin and Silas look like. No, I know that, but that was purely for my own enjoyment. Uh, no, I did not see them uh, walking around, but... I mean, they can't be gone much longer. It's raining like mad outside. I don't know. Have you seen how dramatic those two are? Uh, this is true. This is just, Anyway, this I is hope just they come back the soon fire. because we have we have places to go. Yes, we do. And uh, if we wait, well, depending on... I guess it really doesn't matter because there's only like four hours of sunlight up there right now. Yeah. What I'm saying is if we wait too long, you won't see any of the sun today up north. Hmm. Well, should we go find them? Does anyone have an umbrella? Hey, hey. Ella? Ella? Hey. hey. <laughs> anyway. Uh, I don't think umbrellas have spread outside of Constanos yet, so no. Does so anyone um, have a parasol? That's also a type of umbrella. A, a woolen hood? <laughs> sure. You guys do have cloaks, I assume. Okay. Are they wool? Parasol uh, also is like typically not going to do a lot for race. I know, Some, they're like lace. It's a sunbrella. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, no, I assume you guys all have like uh, weatherproofed, like either oiled or waxed cloaks, like made of canvas or wool wax cloak well wax i mean cloak. the surface is wax is yeah. wax slightly to keep up yeah wax on? um <laughs> no just wax on uh cool so should yeah. we go looking for for oh i'm trying to think up a clever name but i can't <laughs> you know Edward who i'm talking Bella? about no, yeah, no, God, no. Oh, no. No, no. Jesus. I, Go look for Angsty would... 1 and Angsty 2. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, but Ro sits down at the table and says, you are free to do that, but uh, I've had enough of Durain. Hmm. Well. I will await you here. Uh, actually, give me the key to one of your rooms so I can draw my circle. I toss him my key. Be like, all right, I'm gonna go find them. I'll be back in a bit. And Bull's like, do you do you want me to help? I'll find them. Okay. I we don't want to overwhelm them and their weird drama. <laughs> okay. Have fun. 
Yeah. Oh, I'm gonna have so much Bye. fucking fun. Bye. <laughs> yeah. Uh, go ahead and make me a perception check. Natural twenty for twenty nine. Hey. Look oh, at okay. You. I um, open the door and I just scream. I'm like, Mary. <laughs> and we hear it. From the yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it technically should have been survival, but fuck it. Um, I mean, it's still natural 20. Uh, survival yeah. would be 29. Okay. Same. Yeah. Uh, you head out into the rain, and you're not necessarily looking for tracks or anything, because it's, it's cobblestone streets. I'm looking for anyway. the moodiest place I could possibly think of to hang out and so... have a fight. <laughs> So as you go along, um, you, in your own head, you're like, okay, so Silas stormed out, so we can assume he's going someplace gloomy and dark mm-hmm. and dramatic. Yep. What's the most gloomy and dramatic place? Probably the coastline. Let's go find the coast. And yeah. you just head across town, and as you get there, you're like, oh, look at all those docks in the distance that are, like, super lonely and angsty. He's probably on one of those. Yeah. And you just have that- <laughs> You do find uh, an old sort of twisted and warped dock yep. where Mary and Silas are sitting at the end. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're silhouetted by the gray sky and the occasional flash of lightning. And Yeah, they're just soaked to the bone sitting there in silence. I walk up very nonchalantly. I'm like, uh, hey, you guys. Uh, this is um this would make a really cool picture painting uh but we uh we our ride is here we should get going okay just 10 minutes 10 more minutes in the rain in the rain oh my god you guys have been out here for like three hours (laughs) silas stands up and he he doesn't say anything as he just walks along with you guys Don't worry, we can, you guys can talk in the Arctic Circle. Kid, shut the fuck up, please. Okay. So, I have to tell you guys about these super cool, oh, I'll shut up about that. But, uh, well, there are trees that, that Bull Silas was telling me about. Silas reaches over, Silas reaches <laughs> over and takes Marin's hand and they disappear. No. <laughs> Did he really use a reappear, spell slot? You reappear 30 feet away, just walking along. I sprint after them. So there's these <laughs> trees, right? <laughs> and they move, and apparently they eat people in the dark. Mm-hmm. Silas doesn't say anything. I'm still jogging. Okay. Like, these tree- they're like man-killing trees, apparently, wow. where Bull-, Bull grew up. Not, wow. not what I said at all. Nope. They're completely <laughs> man-eating trees. And, like, in the middle of the night, they swallow whole villages. And they really Whoa. like babies for some reason. Crazy. It's so wow. fucking weird. Oh, my God, you guys. Mm-hmm. You guys yeah, thought you so had weird. problems. But what about those trees? Hit. Oh, my God. <laughs> also, that weirdo's there again. So, like, just so you're... Just so you know. Okay. Yep. Um. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, how's the rain? How- okay, I turn around and I give him like the biggest stink eye. Like, shut the fuck up. 
Silas still has not said a word. Do we need to... Is that the signal? No, it's not the signal. Oh, shut okay, up. Okay. Shut up. <laughs> the signal is shut up. We get, like, halfway back to the inn, and I'm just like, so, anyway, these fucking trees, right? Like, oh my god. (laughs) (laughs) See, this is why Ben doesn't do emotional conversations, because his his preferred terrain is annoying side conversation where he makes up a story about something he was just told. Oh, completely. Yeah. You do that so consistently. You, like, make up tall tales about things you just learned about. It's yeah. so fucking charming. This is how I, I love it. write books. Just make shit up. Like, <laughs> dude, you're like, there's this dude who's like... Isn't that a fucking revelation? <laughs> I thought Crystal Island was a true story. No, it's totally true. Every piece of it. Yeah. There's this dude on his way to a market to be sold, and these fucking bandits attack him, and now he's got like a dragon's eye. Yeah. And it's crazy. Yeah. <laughs> he met this really gay boy, and like. Okay, he wasn't. Well, he's pretty gay, but he's like. The amount of times gay. that Tara calls him a twink in book three is starting <laughs> so to get excited. ridiculous. Oh, I'm so excited. Uh, yeah. I love that that's going to be his nickname. Yeah. Anyway, so we make it back to the end. I'm like, I found them yeah. in exactly where you'd imagine. Okay. That's all I have to um, say about that. We're fine. Uh, Everything's Lucan, fine. Lucan steps up to you guys and says, you're soaked through. Uh, here. And he snaps his fingers and with Eustace up. With uses of prestidigitation, you guys just all the water is pulled away from your clothes and you are dry. Thanks. Oh, thanks. Thanks. Oh, thanks, champ. There's yeah. like this floating like, ball of water to the side that he just like throws outside. Of course. He just. Ah. <laughs> uh. <laughs> 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 um. But Bull Bull gets up as well, and he says, oh. "Are you are you guys okay?" Yes, everything is fine. Don't. It's it's okay. We're all and... fine here. <laughs> ha- <Is that laughs> I just accidentally aren't the droids you're looking for. Yeah, I just accidentally that was something that was from Star Wars, but that was Han Solo said it. Everything's fine. We're all fine here. How are you? How are you? <laughs> I remember that part. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But uh, Bull like kind of, kind of like leans down a little bit because Silas is looking at the floor. He says, "Saw, so, do you, do you need a hug?" And Silas doesn't say anything, so Bull just walks up and hugs him. Hmm. Just a little bear hug. Gross. No. Yeah, he's like, "Okay, well." Rise upstairs. He's probably or they probably got the circle done. So whenever you guys are ready, can grab our stuff and head out. Okay, let's take like five minutes and like okay. get all yeah. of our stuff no, together take, and stuff like that. Time. So yeah, and Ball still has a hand on Silas's shoulder. Says, "Do you need any help?" And Silas shakes his head and 
goes upstairs. I'll go along after him. Yep, you all head upstairs to grab your stuff and get it all packed away, which mostly consists of just picking up your bag of holding and be like, done. Yeah. And, wow. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Bull doesn't carry much, so he doesn't really need a bag of holding. And then, I mean, all three of you, I believe, have bags of holding at this point. I have a leg bag of holding. Yeah. Silas has a similar one, I believe. Or does he have I'd... a satchel? <clears throat> I don't remember. I just imagine I have, like, a little side pouch thing, like, that I keep on my Oh, yeah, you were the one who had the side bag. Silas yeah. has a satchel. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, grab your stuff when you head into the uh, room that Ro is in, and you see them uh, kneeling down on the floor with a piece of black chalk, and they're finishing up a probably five by five circle on the floor that as they lay down the lines, the chalk turns white and is very gently like glimmering. And uh, they look up as you guys step in and say, well, I'm not going to be able to come with you. I have some things still to do here, but um, I did make a note for you of how to get to Haven from where you're going to land. And they hold out a paper for someone to take, whoever. I'll take it. Kit, yeah, you go ahead. You'll be an navigator. Okay. Um, you see a fairly accurate hand-drawn map of what would be known as the Convergence, which is the basically the ring around the North Pole. And um, Ro has marked uh, an area where uh, there's a note on the side where they basically said there's this small trading post near Haven where uh, fur traders bring in what they've got and then that is taken to Haven to actually be traded around. Um, and basically there's directions for how to get to the road from this place that will take you to Haven. It should be only a day to Haven on foot. Um, but they did write a little like asterisk, I recommend getting a sled, the snow is deep. Mm. Um, but yeah. Uh, they have their the chalk on the floor ready to make the last line. They're like, any final questions? Any uh, Anything I should know before you go? Anything you want me to keep an ear out for here? Uh, if you can let us know at some point, maybe we'll contact you, or if you have the ability to contact us. If you find out Alistair Altera's actual whereabouts, that would be Wonderful information to know. We would also take Absolutely. Kellogg or Zenrith yeah. Coursers. Yeah. Courser is like... Oh, you want like... to know where Courser is as well? Oh, sure. Okay. I mean, yeah, that's more low priority. Yeah, it's pretty low on the low on the priority okay. list. Yeah. I think he's currently over in Geralt Shell. He ran away, basically. But oh. I'll see if I can get the uh, the fighters guilds over there to keep an eye out for him um, yes I will keep uh, keep an ear out for the other things as well be careful Haven has gone through some upheaval lately uh, should be okay for visitors um, but just be careful who you make friends with 
and don't get involved in the politics because they're strange and difficult. I thrive on the strange and difficult because I, I am sure you... strange and difficult. I thrive on rioting, so. Oh, wow. Well, what? between Kit being uh, your Monomar, not Dolmaric, correct? <clears throat> I'm an Elusir. Monomar, yes. Oh, okay. Uh, well, uh, just to give you a quick primer on what's happening there, uh, the Haven has been more or less owned by Skull for the past 50 years or so. And recently, the local Dalmareg rose up and kicked them out. And now there's a little bit of a, uh, not a war going on, but a, a standoff going on as the Skull try to argue that they legally own the land, uh, whereas the Dalmareg say that they stole it away with false promises and uh, hmm. dirty coin. So, be careful. Um, and if anything happens, the Sentinels are based inside of the Convergence, or inside of the Crater. And that area is entirely neutral. So, if you need a place to hide, go into the Crater. Cool, cool. And, uh, Can do. visit... It's just some temples while you're there. Whether you're religious or not, they're very beautiful. And they mark the last line, and the circle glows, and they say, Go! Now! Oh, uh, thank you! You all leap into the circle, just... And, uh, you... Yeah, I can't do Matt's, like... Uh, what does what he do? The, the, I can't do it. I don't know how he does it's it. It's both of the sounds that you just made, but at the same time. I know. I, I don't know how to do it. Just... Yeah. Yeah, that, that weird sound. Um, but you feel yourself just sort of shunted forward in space. Um, it's a weird sensation completely different from... Uh, from tree hopping, where you're not just running through a tunnel into a new area. You are being ripped out of space and time and thrown back somewhere else. Um, so you kind of lose your breath as you're being pulled, almost as if the air is left behind. Um, and the first thing that hits you as you land is extreme cold. Just like as you breathe in to get the air back, you're like, oh god, just cold through the, through the whole <laughs> like chest and stomach. Like it literally gets like bold to be like, hi god, and just <laughs> like freak out at how cold it is because it's fucking cold here. Um, but as you land, um, it's you sort of feel yourself drop a couple inches, so you kind of have to catch yourself. Um, you are inside of a completely stone chamber. The floor is uh, completely smooth, uh, worked stone, or, or not worked stone, but like chiseled stone. It's been flattened out. And then the walls are stone bricks that are slowly stacked in like small pieces up to a domed roof. Uh, there's a teeny tiny hole in the very top um, that sunlight is, or yeah, there would be sunlight right now. 
uh, coming in through, though it's very, very weak. Um, and you see against one wall, there is a uh, an arched uh, door made of dark red wood. Um, there are, uh, what are they called? Uh, are they called joists? The things that hold up roofs? Sure. I, they have a specific name. But anyway, you, but, you do well, see a couple of... On like a gable roof, it's a truss. But... It, it would be similar to a truss, yeah, that holds the cylindrical shape okay. of the... Or the dome shape of the roof. Joist can be fine. Um, anyway, sure it works. Thingy is up in the ceiling that hold it together, the, the bars of wood. Um, and as you guys land, you see the circle under your feet just sort of fade away and scatter into just chalk dust. Um, but there is a larger circle permanently set into the stone, uh, chiseled in, that has, uh, has like picked up dust and dirt and sort of shows a little darker on the floor. Uh, but as you land, um, it is quiet. Too like quiet. underground quiet. You you don't hear like outside noises. Is there an exit? <laughs> yeah, there's one door in the wall. Oh, perfect. I'm taking <clears throat> Ace of Spades out just as a precaution because it is quiet. Yeah. Um. Lucan is the first to step forward toward the door, and he, uh, sort of untrusting, he, like, looks the door over and then tries the handle, and it slowly swings open. Very, very rusted doorknob and hinges, so just, all, all the way back, just very loud squeaky. Uh, and beyond that, you see a hallway in a similar style uh, but it does have a floor uh, runner so this uh, thick carpet running down the way um, and you do see the light of torches there are several sconces in the wall do these people know that we're coming is this inhabited by people are we going to surprise people I have no idea well considering that there are lit torches I assume someone's here yeah I just don't want us to show up and then be like, holy shit, and then kill start. us. Yeah. yeah. Do we want to message Roe and ask? Uh... I don't want to really waste the spell yeah, slot on that. Well, I, I don't have that ready today. I was assuming Silas could. No, just, no. Just, we'll go. Um, Lucan does not go first into the hallway, so you guys Surprise. get to choose who's going first. I'll go first. He's a wizard. He's squishy. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, Alright, Kit, make me a perception check. Oh, significantly worse than last time. Um, Twelve. Okay. You poke your head out into the hallway. And it's significantly warmer in the hall, um, though not enough to be above freezing. Um, the torches are sort of sputtering against the cold a little bit. And uh, you do see along the hallway, there are four other doors that they're each sort of diagonal from oh, each God. other. 
and each of them has a rune above the door. Oh, Jesus. Dungeon crawling. Um, I'm so bad at puzzles. Actually, being, being that you speak and know Sunar, um, Sunar doesn't have its own written language, but it does have an Elder Futhark-style uh, like rune set that's used mm-hmm. for uh, magic. And so you would recognize um, the runes, but you don't know what they represent in this context. And if you look above the door you're poking out of, uh, you see that it has... Um, what's the... I believe the rune's name is Hagalaz, but it's basically an H in oh, okay. Elder Futhark. Gotcha. How many doors are there? Four more. There are four doors. Okay. Does it spell anything? Like, do all the... Uh, are you looking into the hallway? No. <laughs> well, then I can't tell you. Uh, no. I will just step out into the hallway. I'm cool with it. Whatever. Okay. There's no one around. No. Uh, you see at one end, there's just a solid stone wall uh, that has a um, a mural painted onto it. That shows... Make a religion check. Oh. Religion is intelligence. Yep, so 16. 16? Okay. You'll recognize who it is. Um, It is a beautiful, young, pale woman with uh, dark hair shot through with streaks of red. uh, In the crow's nest of a ship... Um, sort of one hand on the mast as she leans out over the edge looking off into the distance beyond the sails as she's sailing. Uh, You recognize this as the wayfarer, Sonoria. She is the daughter of Raulis and Sabros. She is the... uh, Let me grab my my, my tree. Um, She is the mother of one of the titans, but she's basically a lesser goddess. Mm, Okay. I just kind of motion everybody. I'm like, all right, come on through. She's Anzir's mother. Okay. Stormsire. Walk through. Um, okay. Yeah. Um, at the other end of the hallway, you do see a spiral staircase leading up. Ah, that's our way out. Probably. Okay. Uh, do we want to look at any of these doors or are we worried that people live here? Uh, yeah, that's what I'm worried about. I don't want to poke into anybody's business. And Lucan, as he steps out, sort of glances over the doors and says, Oh, this is a nexus. Care to... what, what does that mean? Yeah, uh, A nexus is a, it's a travel hub. I'll mm. bet you anything that there are other circles beyond these doors that mm. lead to other places. If we were to step back through uh, or Sorry, that are the landing points for other circles. Um, hold on. Sorry, I confused myself. You guys landed at the landing hub. These other doors probably have circles that lead to other hubs. Sorry. Oh. <laughs> it's like... I can't really compare it to Critical World because you guys, I don't know how much you guys know about the fucking hub in Iman. Uh, basically, uh, there's this there's this building, the Cobalt Reserve in Iman from Campaign One, 
where they have a load of magical circles, and then they have a central one where anybody who's incoming lands in. Mm. You use the other circles to go to other hubs. So potentially, if we get in trouble and we need to skedat, we could come back here and hop in one of these ones. Assuming that they're just simple step-in-and-go circles, they may require a key or... Sacrifice. Some... Well, also, they may just plain old require someone to know how to teleport, which I don't know. Well, oh, that's helpful. Bummer. Well, good thing I, mean, I know how to teleport. I don't think it's the same thing, right? Oh, we I don't need, need the circle. We can just go to a tree. In the middle of the uh, well, yeah. Yeah, but we this place is covered in frost apples. None of them are as big as the frost apple as the uh, trees that you've grown. Normal frost apple trees are only like maybe a half foot to a foot thick. I'll grow one. They're not big enough. I'll grow one. It's fine. All right. When we get to Haven, I'll grow uh, one. Uh, but uh, Lucan is still just looking around, absolutely enchanted with this place. And he says, I wonder where these all go. I wonder who owns this place. Well, These are so expensive and difficult to set up. Those are sure questions. Uh, we should probably get going, though, right? Well, yes. I'm sorry. It's, it's and, fine. Um, you guys continue to follow Kit, I assume, heading upstairs. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Obviously. Um, I'm the leader. Uh, heading up to the next level, you see another set of uh, five... No, four. Four doors. Uh, no? Hold on. Landing plus nine. Okay, so another five. Uh, another five doors on this level. Uh, all have different runes above them. And if you go up an additional floor, you then reach a hallway, a sort of arched hallway uh, with uh, more supports across the ceiling. Uh, that leads down to multiple doors on either side, but a, a lot wider and more open, a larger carpet going down the middle, benches here and there, um, more lit torch sconces. And uh, if you guys are sneaking, make me a stealth check because there are people here. I'm not sneaking. Okay. Uh, so out and proud. I'm not worried about it. Okay. So I mean, if he's not worried see, about it, then it's not going to do me any good to sneak. So. Uh, what you'll see as you uh, get to this third landing is one more level going up. Uh, but getting to this landing, you see loads and loads of people moving around. Um, fairly quick pace, like they're, like they're at something and busy. Uh, a lot of people carrying around books. Um, everyone is dressed in... Uh, everyone is dressed in a sort of dark crimson and dark gray robes. A uh, few people have bits of armor on and look like they're patrolling, uh, but almost everyone is uh, in red and gray, essentially. Do we recognize the armor? Uh, make a history check. Oh, Either or both. That's going to be a solid no. Uh, three. Here, I'll do it. Uh, um, Marin can with advantage. You have credence to know. Oh, I do? Yeah. 
Ooh, well, that was in one, and then the other one was in two. So, uh, you have uh, no fucking idea. Yeah, it no. looks familiar, but you can't put your finger on it. Yeah. Um, but as you guys come walking off the landing, uh, a couple people stop and stare at you guys. And the people in just robes sort of back off a little bit, not recognizing you, but the people with pieces of armor, most of them still have robes. They look like armored, like, mages, um, rather than full-on knights. Um, and several of them have circlets or, like, um, there's a type of helmet that is a circlet with a nose piece on it. Um, they come walking up to you, a couple of them, I turned to Silas. I turned to Silas really fast, and I'm just like d- uh, head down, like something obscure. Somehow, this whole time. okay, okay, just yeah. Uh, but they come walking up to you guys, speaking in Thunar. Um, oh, yeah. Well, you're in deep Amnoblin. Uh, but one of them, uh, sort of leading, has this uh, silver circlet with three gems dotted across the brow, uh, short auburn hair, uh, long, long ears. And you realize he's an Elosir as well. Um, and he sort of looks over your group untrustingly and says, What is this then? Who are you? Uh, we are travelers. Um, someone named Ro sent us here. Oh, for God's sake. I think he called himself Ro, or themselves. Themselves? Themselves, yes, okay. we know. Themselves. Oh, them. Uh, I was, I wasn't sure how to, I've never said that before, I don't think. Um, yeah. Their last name, what was it? Where from? Where at? <laughs> And uh, Bull kind of chats and says, uh, They decided because of Silas that their name is now Row of Where. Oh, of Where. Thank and, you. Yeah. Uh, the Elusir the sort of rolls his eyes and says, Yes, we know, Row. It is just like them not to call ahead. Where are they? Uh, Arisholm. They did not come with you? No, they said they had other stuff to do. What are your names? Uh, I'm Kit. Humble. Uh, Marin Veneer. Silas doesn't say anything. <clears throat> and they sort of look at him, and he glances up and says, uh, Silas Veneer. They they don't seem to recognize him. Um, okay, yeah. Lucan also just says Lucan. He does not say his last name. Uh, they're like, okay, and what is your business here? We're just passing through. We're trying to get into Haven. You don't have business with the hammer? No. Oh! Oh! The hammer. Oh! Yes. The god, the hammer? So, so Taylor no, was... No, the, the order. The the red hammer order. Oh. Taylor, the was crimson. that who... Was that who I was working with in Morris Rest? The Crimson Hammer? Uh, there were some members, yes. Okay. That's where you guys 
that's how you guys chose your unifying symbol of Zarai's stone hammer. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Okay. You don't know them well, but you do know a couple members. Right. Uh, you don't really know what they stand for. Okay, that's fine. Other than, other than freedom. <laughs> yeah. No, we're we're literally just... We use this as a point to get from point A to point B, so... It was all Rose's idea. Well, since they did not come with you, do you have some kind of proof that they sent you willingly? Oh, um, uh, oh God. Bless um, you. <laughs> I was trying to hold I, it back. I pull out the tarot card that he gave me. Oh. Or that they gave me. Uh, and I hold it up and I'm like... And uh, the Elusir looks at it and says, Yeah, that's that's Rose's work. He he are they gave you one? You must be uh are you are you one of his special people? We are all one of his special people, thank you. Gosh, I hope oh, oh all of us got Oh boy, no, it's not us, like that. No, 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 I take it back. He I'm took like, a, no. They took us into the tent one by one and we all got a reading for free. <laughs> And the Elosir is just like, God damn, he. And they they sort of look at each other, and the other guy who hasn't spoken says, "That changeling has more game than all of us put together." <laughs> <laughs> I mean, they are a changeling; they can be whatever. Mm-hmm. It's true. Um, congratulations, I guess. All but, right. Uh, well, this is fun. Right. This is great. We found our party name finally. What? We're Rose Harem. No, we're not. No. No, we're not. Oh, no. We did not decide on that. Oh. Nope. Yeah. We All are, right. We are the, oh, we're the sleepers. You're still the sleeper campaign. Sure, we're yeah. the sleepers. So uh, we would like a, do you guys have a sled that we could borrow? Like with a um, really big dog, preferably. We don't just hand out sleds. Okay, how much? How much do you want? How much do you want? Uh, yes, you can rent one. You'll yeah. have to. You'll have to talk to the curator to do that. Oh but okay, we'll we'll show you how Thank to you. get there. Thank you. We're just guards. We don't. I get it. It's been a day, all right, and it's only like. I don't know what time it is here. <laughs> She's having a lot of maritable problems today. No! <laughs> what the so, it's been rough. I, I actually, no, that's a good question. Split. What time is it at tonight? I don't know! What is up? Is there just, like, a stasis? Is there, like, no time? <laughs> and, like, time zones have to be, like, really small up there because less distance. Like, that would be so weird <laughs> that you could like walk to a different time zone multiple times a day. Also, for that that comment that Kit says, I step on his foot real hard. Oh, uh, apparently, because <laughs> I dodge uh, the geographic poles on Earth are not fit for human settlement, there is no time zone, and explorers are free to choose whatever time zone is convenient oh. for them. Time is wow. irrelevant. Time is irrelevant. It's a flat circle. Mm-hmm. Um, they, as you, as you ask them that, they're like, uh, day time? 
Great. This has just been a great daytime. Wow. Already. Where did you come from? Arisholm. Oh, jeez. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Um, yep. Yeah, the, the second guard says... Well, I need to get back to my patrol. And the Elos here says, yes, I'll, I'll handle it. Uh, follow me. And they lead you back into the stairwell, up another level, and into a similar hallway, a little bit wider. Um, you see this place is just slowly widening in like a triangle fashion. And uh, in this hall, there are actually uh, windows on either side. Um, it seems like the... The outside of the building probably... So there's like, there's a room and then there's an alcove with a window and a room with an alcove with a window. So the outside of the building is sort of wavy. Um, you see more people, uh, more people in this area in the red and gray. A uh, lot more people in uh, more... In, in sort of finer robes. Uh, these ones look like they're maybe higher up. Um, and more people with heavier and heavier armor on this level. Uh, as you're making your way down the hallway... Uh, thank you, I knew it was coming. Uh, a lot of people stare at you guys. Because uh, you don't look like any of them. Uh, it's not too common to have travelers through, but you are unbothered as you head to the other end of the hall, hall and up one more level. Uh, and on this level, there is a narrow hallway with a large number of doors on either side, seem to be two offices. At the very end of the hallway is a large set of doors that lead into what is partial office, partial parlor? Um, lots of furniture in in this room. Lots of chairs and couches, all sort of arranged in a half circle, facing a desk. Um, and behind the desk is a uh, sort of uh, tall, copper-skinned uh, elven woman, um, definitely Dalmarig, long black hair, all pushed to one side. Uh, the sort of Zarai-esque undercut and like designs actually tattooed down the side of her head and face and neck and into her robes. Um, the robe style is very Shaolin monk where like one arm is exposed um, and she's pretty pretty hefty uh, got a lot of, got a lot of tattoos a lot of like bangles and armbands and she's currently writing in some sort of ledger. Um, as she looks up, you guys can see that she has a really nasty scar coming down across her mouth and her chin. Um, the Elusir leads you guys in and says, uh, Madam Curator, we have some visitors. Uh, Ro sent them. They need to get to Avon. And she nods and sort of waves him away and motions you guys in. She stands up from her desk and she's fucking tall for an elf. She's like six feet tall. Um, and she looks over all of you and says, well, certainly some interesting people coming through the today. How can I help? Uh, first of all, we need a sled. Second of all, are we are we the second set of visitors that have come through today? Uh, no, the third. 
Oh, who else is come through today? What business is it of yours? Uh, we are... Uh, mm, mm, I don't... Whatever, just give it the fucking slit. <laughs> and who are you all? Kit. Marin. Humble. How many fucking people do we have to introduce yourself no. <laughs> to? Uh, lots. Everybody. Nobody knows you here. Um, and she nods. <laughs> she says, I am Curator Zarya, uh, the head of the Crimson Hammer. How I... Uh, oh, I just wanted to let you know, I do know a few of your members. I did some work in Moore's Rest. Moore's Rest? Uh, with so you're a future. few. Nope. Uh, nope. Not anymore. Hmm. Yeah. She it's did the right 12 steps are. and everything. She's totally reformed. Yep. Did all the um, uh, hail told on us full of grace and oh, everything yeah. to... That no, was a silly I, I comment. Uh, my, my people in Moore's Rest did work with arbiters, but those who wanted to rebel against them, so... Yeah, that... You're welcome here, don't worry. Cool. But I am curious about the rest of you. What interest does Roe have in all of you? Tarot card readings. That is a hobby. Uh... Taldonost? Alright, so who's the favorite? It me. Hmm. Yes, you look right up, Roselli. Um, Alright. Well, that's all I need to know. Uh, how many sleds do you need? Uh, how many fit on one? Uh, with the range of sizes in your party... You will probably need one sled just for the big guy. Cool. Uh, you probably will need three, unless you have someone else coming. Three's great. Three's great. Mm. Or wait, is Ansem? Did we ever figure out how Ansem's getting there, or did or did we confirm he, that he's going to meet us? You. He said he would meet you in Taldonas. Then you told him you're going to Haven. Yeah. And I believe he said that he some things were happening mm. that were not like yeah. And so he'd be a little longer. Yeah. Okay. But the assumption is that Ellen Estelle is getting him there. Okay. Three's great. Yep. Alright. Um, I assume you have coin to pay for this? Yes. Yep. Alright. Uh, if you're going to Haven, then it will be 50 gold for the journey and for the labor to get them back here. Per sled? Yes. Oh my okay. god. I'll pay for it. It's fine. Oh, okay. All right. I got it. That's, I got it. That's fine. We use these to do our jobs. Renting them out to people is not cheap. God, you guys are worse than you all. There, 150 gold. 150 gold, yes. There you go. Uh, and so uh, she goes back to her desk and pulls out a, a sheet of parchment and writes on it, uh, basically mm -hmm. saying that these sleds are being lent, lent to a uh, kit, and she looks at you and says, do you have a surname or a title? 
It's just uh, kid. No, no. I am the high elder oh of the desert clan. The high druid elder of the desert clan of the Elusir. You keep adding more... More and, words. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and Vol says, um, Volfira? And she nods. And wipes that down. Hi, Elder Druid of the Desert Clan. Of Volfira. Of Volfira <laughs> and the Yellow Seer. And all of Irakel. If you could please add that in, I would appreciate it. <laughs> I worked hard for that title. I don't see any marks of your station. And she. What do you writes, want? What would she, what would prove it? What would prove it? On her way, and <laughs> and writes out the the sled. I'm um, gonna start carving yeah. shit as we go through the woods. I'm like, nope. I'm gonna start making things, just random little trinkets. She hands you guys the sheet after she stamps it with a uh, with an inked stamp. It says, uh, outside there are a number of barns. Just hand this to one of the grooms and they will hook up the dogs for you. And uh, just don't get any of them killed. They're very hard to train. Uh, Do they know I the mean, way? There is a road to Haven. Just point them to the road. Would we be lost without them? You would probably freeze without them. Okay, all right. That's fair. Do we have to transport any medicine? <laughs> Do you want Are to? You? <laughs> is this Balto? Yeah, is there is there one dog with like a really bad personality who also <laughs> kind of sounds like Winnie the Pooh? I think that's like four of them. Oh. They're real assholes. Wow. That's we're never going to get that medicine there on time. Good. All the little kids are gonna die. Yeah, yep. diphtheria. Um, yeah. Uh, but... <laughs> but seriously, do you want to run me an errand? I'll cut down the price. Sure. No. 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 What's the errand? The errand is uh, you will be taking a fort sled carrying supplies. Uh, some of our operatives in the Red Hammer are working with the Sentinels, mm -hmm. and they need a shipment of magical. Uh, components oh is it just like a toe behind kind of thing or like no the sled has an area in the front of it where supplies oh. go sure yeah i'll take it all right and she adds to the paper and hands it back to you guys they're says, just in haven right they're they're in haven when when you arrive people will see the red hammer symbol on the slides. So they'll know you're there. Oh, cool. Perfect. Easy job. That is all you. You are handling that. I have That's no fine. responsibility. That's fine. All right. Gives okay. you back a uh, hundred gold. Oh, thank you. I'll oh, keep shit. that. She no. gives it back to Marin. <laughs> I'm the one doing the job. <laughs> I'm not paying you to do this. Oh my God. I just no. saved a 66%. 0.6%. Six six six. Point six 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 six. six. six yes, forever um, saved us sixty six and two thirds percent. <laughs> she sighs and she's like, "No wonder Ro likes you people. Get out of my office." Okay, oh. gladly. Bye. Wow. Let's go. You try to do <laughs> a favor for people and like do stuff, and they're just so rude. As you as you head out, she says, "Good luck." And if the ground starts to shake, uh, tell the dogs to mush. And she closes the door. Okay. Oh yeah. Cool. 
I just had a flashback yeah. to Jumanji. I'm totally ready for this. So, uh, the Elosir, uh, guard is waiting for you guys outside, and he leads you down a level and outside into the bitter fucking cold. Uh, it is windy, it is... It's it, it windy. Fucking it's windy. <laughs> it is extremely windy. It is fucking uh, like, windy. The wind chill is, like, verging on... No, how cold does it get in the North Pole? It is colder than... Cold AF. Yeah, cold AF. Okay, that works, yeah. <laughs> I was trying to think of something more crude, but all I could come up with is the witch's tit thing, and I was like, eh, that's no. boring. Everybody says that. Uh, <laughs> I'm sure people average, say cold AF, too. Yeah. <laughs> the average winter temperature of the North Pole is negative 40 Fahrenheit. Ah, so it's probably verging on like how are we alive? This, it's probably verging on like negative fifty wind chill. Like it's not a cold day for the North Pole in winter, but there's wind. Huh. So as you guys get out there, uh you realize you do not have clothes for this. Uh we have our winter stuff that we've been wearing, yeah. Yeah, but that's for like southern Amnoble in winter. This is the north fucking pole. Duh. Um but as you step out, uh you see other people oh, walking goodness. around in like heavy multi-layered furs and they all stare at you guys as you're just walking along in your couple layers. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um uh Our but as you guys yeah. As you head over to the bed uh, on the outside. <laughs> As you head over to the barn, um you get inside and it's actually fairly warm in there. Uh the people uh the men guarding the entrances to the barns like kind of shove you in super fast and close the doors right away because they don't want to let out the heat. Um and you immediately hear the sound of dogs just barking up a fucking storm in here. Oh my god. Um, it thankfully doesn't smell too bad. It smells mostly like hay, but there's definitely dog smell in here. There's probably um, that you... one husky who's like doing that weird scream howl thing. All right. Uh yeah, uh, <laughs> but you see uh, this barn is entirely lined with uh, little sort of cubbies, like little dog houses, um, and chained to each is a very large, not really a dog, kind of like a, like a winter wolf. So they're like, they're big. They're like dire wolf sized. Oh, um, they're like Amaroks. Yes, exactly. Huh. Um, that's kind of technically what they are. In D and D, calls them winter wolves, but they're amrocks. Um, nice. They uh, they're pretty fucking hefty. Uh, some of them do have kind of husky styled patterning with like a little curl to their tails. Other ones look like straight up fucking wolves. Um, and they're in a huge broad range of colors, but most of them are white. Um, and you see managing uh, most of these dogs are a number of giants. Um, you guys haven't come across a whole lot of Geary people 
other than the other than the mammoth herders uh but these people are all within the range of like 12 to 14 feet tall uh most of them are pretty pale some of them even have a bluish tint to their skin i'm just gonna keep on going because i don't give a fuck it's just moving uh, like so slightly <laughs> I I can't. I'm having a really hard. No, I'm having a really hard time sitting still for this long. <laughs> Just have to move. We do it every weekend. I know, but I still can't. I do it all day during work, and I can't bounce because it's coming through my microphone. So I'm just like wiggling. Okay, you look like Maz. I got I got yeah things to do. Uh, and it's all yeah, movement. Anyway number of scary people managing the dogs feeding them um you're pretty sure that these are the only people big enough to actually like handle these wolves dogs whatever uh because they're way too big to be held down otherwise um but uh stepping in the dogs go crazy when the door opens and all of the giants are just like uh, and just continue about their job just like yelling like shut up <laughs> and Thunar across the place what are you gonna do uh, we're gonna get dogs and we're gonna yeah. slit dear dear <laughs> sirs and or madams and or dear folks do, do you have the, no, no, the slit just walks in and does <laughs> dear sirs or madams we require four sleds, please. <laughs> One filled with supplies for the children who are dying in Gnome. <laughs> this episode is a lot different than I thought it was. <laughs> yeah, it is. We just went but... full on Balto. I'm fucking ready. <laughs> We're gonna Dark go. Part it's just over with kind of quick. It's just um, Kevin Bacon yeah. and fucking. Uh, <laughs> Uh, oh, that was Kevin Bacon. I didn't. Yeah, Kevin that. Bacon is Balto. Oh, I didn't know. That. Yeah, Kevin Bacon is Balto, and Jim Cummings is Steel. Who and Jim Cummings does? I knew that Tigger and yeah, and Winnie the Pooh. He's got a very distinct voice. Yeah, and and the uh, whatever that Darkwing Duck. Yeah, 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 yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. Anyway. Yeah. So we're going to need like Who has the little slip of paper? Yeah, we're going to need like a dog love triangle to go with these and the medicine so that we can, you know, have a full complete story. You know, you know, I don't care about the dogs' relationships with each other, just give us dogs. <laughs> I hand them the slip Please. of paper. <laughs> I don't even have to say anything. That's <laughs> just Slowly work your way through it by your fucking selves. Yeah. Um, yeah. But yeah, uh, one of the uh, Geary people, a uh, tall, uh, well, obviously tall, Jesus Christ, um, sort of white-haired uh, but young-looking uh, woman steps up to you guys and takes the paper, looks over it and says, Okay, uh, you're going to Haven? You need the Haven delivery? Yes, please. That's him. Yep. Uh, one moment. Uh, don't pet the dogs. And she walked away. I Taylor, are we going try to pet the dogs? Sorry, We're... Taylor. Are we going on break anytime soon? Or okay, I'm literally just about to say. Okay, that. I I'm love just... how... I love how you I... preempt it by like thirty seconds every single time. I have to be. No, I know. <laughs> <laughs> 
I it's know. Fine. It's okay. Yeah, as she walks away, we'll go on break. Okay. And uh, okay. we can see whether Kit gets bitten when we get back. Yes. So uh, be back at 7.23. All right. Sounds we'll be great. back in a bit. Or 25. 25. Okay. See you then. Boy. And we're back. Oh, and there goes my light. Hi, everybody. You know, like, 25 means we come back at 25, <clears throat> which means we need to be ready to come back at 24. I was ready. I'm just reading. I thought it was 23. Uh-huh. <clears throat> I, I said 25 right before we went. Yeah. Oh. Um, I sounded to the next five, but whatever. It doesn't matter. Hello, everybody. Hi. Hello. Uh, uh, okay. So, while you guys are... Oh, Kit was going to try to pet a dog. Yes, uh, I am. Make me an animal handling check. Guidance. Because I keep forgetting I have that. Yeah, you're a fucking cleric. No, I I got a I got a new cantrip. Oh, oh okay. because the whole time I was supposed to have five <laughs> when I hit like level nine, and I forgot to take an extra one. So, guidance mm-hmm. is guidance mm-hmm. with advantage, or is it a plus a D four? I forgot. It's plus a. I don't remember. I don't either. I'm googling it. Oh, my food's on the way. Yay, finally. Yay. Um, oh, the D4. D4, okay, okay. So, aminal handling. Yep. Bless you. Oh my Thank god, you. I have a plus nine. To, okay, so. 26. Uh, Taylor, we lost your video. Oh, there it is. Um, <clears throat> I accidentally hit a button. Oh. 26. Uh, yeah. So, uh, what kind of dog do you go for? Do you go for a big, mean-looking one? Do you go for a husky-looking one? Do you go for a small-ish one? I go for one of the big ones. <clears throat> okay. So you make your way up to one of the ones that's definitely a winter wolf, not a dog at all. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, he's sitting uh, outside his little, little dog house, chewing on the remains of what you assume may be like a, a maybe a mammoth bone? You don't know. Um, <clears throat> certainly big enough. Yeah. But uh, he's just chewing and crunching away on it. And as you walk up, he like gives you a, like as he's chewing, he like gives you a little like. Uh, but you managed to get up to him and do a little pat pat on his, on his face and. He, he's still growling, but he lets it happen. Mm. Yeah, this is a big animal. You could just, like, slap him and they'll barely be able to feel it. Um, <clears throat> he continues to growl, but he lets it happen. Cool. Your, is, is, uh, your audio is, like, stop and starty for me. Taylor's or mine? Who, me? Taylor's. Yeah, it's a little glitchy. Yeah. Oh, fuck. Your video is pretty glitchy too. Yeah. No. <clears throat> One second. <clears throat> Boof. 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 Haba. Habatica. 
I saw a TikTok of some girl who had those dogs as tattoos, and I'm like, you are living my life. Wow. I want this so bad. That is that is a choice. They were names. They were good tattoos too. They weren't cheapos. Yeah. That's hilarious. Mm-hmm. Anyway. Uh but yeah, you're just you're just pat papping on this wolf and he's letting it happen. You know when you like hold dogs by the muzzle and you like hit either side of it and it like makes that uh-huh. weird hollow and noise. It makes the hollow sound. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. He does. He does that thing where he's like, ah, 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 but he doesn't <laughs> yeah. actually bite you. Mm-hmm. Cool. Well, I pet the dog. Yeah, you spend a while doing this. Um, the lady comes in and out a few times, uh, taking dogs. And as she comes back for the last round, she sees you doing this and just kind of stops and watches. Hey. You know, like, he's infamous for just biting people's hands off. He seems infamous infamous for boops to me. (laughs) Well, he's a lead, so stop booping him and I'm going to hit him. And uh, okay. she comes up and takes him by the uh, the chain attached to the collar. He's like, as she like leads him away. And along the way, he like every half step, he's just like, step, step, <laughs> try to like get the smell off his face. <laughs> um, but as she comes back uh, once more, she says, "All right, uh, they're all hitched up." Um, do you all have better travel gear than that? Nope. Nope. Okay, we can provide that. Um, she she walks over to uh, there's a, a ladder that goes to a loft area uh, where they have a lot of like hay stored, and she goes up there and gets into what looks like a, a wardrobe up there, and she just starts throwing down like random bits and pieces of winter gear, like big coats and uh, essentially snow pants and like humongous fucking boots. Um, they, it's all a little bit big for you guys, but you can make it work. Um, she says, just send it back with the sled when you get there. Okay. Um, so you guys get that and you won't freeze immediately at the very least. That's great. Um, <clears throat> And uh, when she comes back down, she takes you outside to where four sleds have been hitched up to would be 24 dogs, six each. Uh, Wait, no, 21 dogs, seven each. Um, (laughs) (laughs) What? That's going full keyless. I'm just Uh, enjoying myself. It's okay. You you do that, boo. I yeah. am. You live your truth. I am. Uh, <laughs> You're a unicorn. I'm a unicorn. Uh, yeah. Uh, she has already loaded a pack onto the front of one of the sleds. She says, um, all right, the, the big one, uh, you uh, take an empty sled. You're too... Uh, you take an empty sled, uh, one of you smaller ones ride with the supplies, 
and then the rest of you double up. I'll ride with the supplies. Okay. I obviously am with Silas. Yeah. You guys only have five, so Silas and Marin are the only ones to be double up, and uh, Silas is pretty fucking thin, so it's like carrying a person and a half. So, you guys all get on your sleds. Uh, she, I'm not gonna go into detail about this because it's boring as fuck, and I think everybody vaguely understands how sled mushing works. Yeah. So, yes. Left, uh, right, stop. Crack it over top. It's G and Ha, but okay. Reverse. Uh, <laughs> reverse, <laughs> reverse. Bark. 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 <laughs> uh, but, oh, uh, is that like the beeping noise when they're backing yeah, up? Yeah. Okay, okay. Bark, 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 bark. bark. <laughs> uh, I love that everybody has a different tone for that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, so she gives you guys a quick uh, rundown of how it works. Um, it's not too... What was that? Oh, it was a cat. I thought it was a voice. I was like, what the fuck? Oh, he has a very human-sounding meow sometimes. Hi, buddy. It's so fucking clingy lately. Um, she gives you guys a quick rundown how it works. Uh, tells you the names of all the dogs. Not that, not that you'll remember. What the fuck are you doing, sir? Uh, not that you'll remember. And uh, sure. says, uh, point them toward the path. And as soon as they get on it, uh, they'll follow it instinctually um the path for fucking god boy there's a barn cat walking around yeah <laughs> yeah, yeah a very large saber-toothed barn cat yeah <clears throat> there are saber-toothed tigers in this world um oh, in fact you guys are you guys are in prime area for Sabertooth It's going to be like Wonderful. when you're playing Skyrim and then one of them pops out of nowhere and scares the shit out of you. But yeah, you guys get on your sleds. And um, really the only... It's <laughs> <laughs> <was> like, no! Nah! <laughs> She turns and like she doesn't kick the cat, but she like kicks at it and is like, "Go away, Fluffy! Get out!" Oh, and the Fluffy. dog, the dog chases the cat away. Um, <clears throat> but uh, you guys are ready to uh, boy, boy, get out of here! Just don't make me get the broom out, boy. Boy, boy. Why are you being so fucking weird? Um. <laughs> anyway, let's get this fucking show on the road. Yeah. Uh, it, uh, I assume Marin has the uh, yeah the planes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right, we shall we shall moosh. Moosh. Okay. Mosh. Oh, that was weird. It was like delayed. Oh, that's so weird. My camera is like just slightly delayed. Oh. oh, weird. Um, you head off uh, toward where there's apparently a road. Uh, the only markers for the, well, there are markers for the road. Um, there are very tall, similar to the how they do it in the UP, very tall like sticks oh, up yeah. on either side of the road. But these ones need to be like immensely tall. 
Um, and there is like uh, prints and tracks to follow as well. Uh, but you take off and on foot, it would take you about a day to get to Haven. But with the dogs, it'll take you about half a day. Sweet. Um, no, you lost your privileges. Go away. Um, <clears throat> so you set out and eventually this path joins up with an actual road um, where you see uh, sort of set out over the ice and snow. Um, there's this area that has actually been dyed. Like somebody has run over uh -huh. this area with like powder paint or dye or something to show the, the clear path. Mm. Um, and cause I mean, you can't plow in the North pole. There's literally, it's all ice and snow. There's no land at least on earth, but I don't know. There's no land for feet and feet and feet. Uh, but. Oh, downward. Yeah. So, uh, somebody make me a perception check. Somebody who's watching out for the whole group. I will. Okay. Mm, wonderful. Uh, 11. Okay. Uh, you, as you're sort of in the middle of the pack, uh, while probably, uh, Lucan does know this path fairly, not not from experience, but he does understand like the way the road works and how to navigate, even when it's difficult to see. Um, so he's at the front. Um, you're toward the back, uh, watching around you guys, and it is nothing but an endless expanse of white, just in all directions. And the most interesting things to see are tracks in the snow and occasionally you see a fox just kind of burst out of the snow and jump face first down yeah. into it there's the one standing out there he's like it's fucking windy <laughs> yeah. uh but yeah it is especially windy now that you're at speed um, the ride is pretty smooth. Uh, the dogs don't seem to have any trouble with the snow whatsoever. They have these gigantic snowshoe paws. Um, you do occasionally have to correct some of the, uh, like the distance between you guys so that you have stopping room. But other than that, it's pretty smooth. Just as I was about to do something. This break brought to you by Delivery Food, the only yep. food you can get in the pandemic. <laughs> okay. Sorry, uh, I'm to grab my food real quick. I, I know, but you do that like every time I'm about to say something like important. Well, important. It sounded like you were just going to talk about the scenery for another 20, 30 seconds. <laughs> There's so. literally nothing to see, so I was wrapping up the scenery. Oh. Um, I was gonna say uh -oh. that it's not you guys who reacts first, it's the dogs. Oh god. Uh -oh. Uh, because you don't have your feet on the ground and can't feel it. Uh, but uh, Marin's team specifically starts to speed up and try to pass the ones ahead of you, and you hear them barking even more crazily than before. Oh shit. 
Mush. And the next the next team up, Bull's team, starts freaking out too. And you glance behind you uh, after Silas like taps you on the shoulder, and you see off to the side of the road a drift of snow just drifting along with you, like following but, something uh, burrowing oh no. through. Mush, 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 mush. Yeah. <laughs> yeah! Uh, <laughs> yeah, you guys speed up, um, and all the dogs are like freaking out. Um, the lead dogs keep their cool unexpectedly. They sort of like turn back and correct the team. They seem to be trained for this. Um, but as you're going and watching this drift, like follow along with you, the snow being thrown up over something moving very quickly, uh, you do see also steam thrown up behind it. Oh no. Um, and if you watch it long enough, you can see in the wake of the snow that it's leaving behind, you catch glints of. Uh, you catch glints of like blue scaly flesh. Um, it doesn't seem to be a worm creature that you can see. It looks like something that starts like narrow at the head and widens out. It's a fish. <laughs> yeah. It's a, it's a nice fish. Um, <laughs> but uh, each of you make uh, animal handling checks. I'll do them for Lucan and Bull. 17. Se 17. Oh. Okay. Um, your two teams get way ahead of uh, the others. Uh, Lucan manages to pick up the pace, but he's not getting them to go as fast as you guys. Bull's team is freaking out and going way too slow. They're all trying to pull in different directions. And Bull is like yelling like, guys, guys, uh, help, help. And as he's yelling that, you see bursting out of the snow to the side, throwing up dirt as well from deep under the ice, you see the reptilian head of a blue dragon. Of course. Except it's not a dragon. Oh, okay. It doesn't have wings. It's some sort of drake creature. And as it explodes out, its body is over long. And it does have two sets of legs but it is like it's halfway between a gigantic drake and like a burrowing worm um and as it bursts out it just comes straight down on bull's team of dogs and takes like three of them and just smashes them into the ice and snow oh puppy and the the sled hits the side of this creature and just flips over it sending the supply pack just sprawling and bull um, the other four dogs in the team break loose of their tethers and just take off in any direction they can, where Bull is thrown into a snowbank, um, and the, this drake creature just starts tearing into these dead dogs, eating them. I jump off my sled, I just let it go. Yeah, I stop us. Both of you make athletics checks if you're jumping off at speed. I'm not jumping off. I'm going to try and, like, stop them. Make me an animal handling check with disadvantage. They're afraid. Ooh. Well, that was a six. Uh, athletics uh, for me is a nine. 
Okay, uh, so Marin, you're trying to get them to slow down, but they just keep on going. All right. Um, I grab Silas by the collar, and we're just tuck and rolling. Tuck, and you just jump off. Make me an yes. athletics check. Silas ain't making it. <laughs> no. Uh, that was a 23. Okay. Uh, so Kit and Silas each jump off their sleds and just go sprawling and rolling in the snow. Um, Marin, you manage to... You sort of jump, instead of going the opposite way from the dogs, you jump in the same direction and sort of tuck and roll into the speed so you can slow yourself down and then you turn and have, like, your gun ready. Uh, but all the boys are just, like, in the snow trying to get up. Uh, Lucan does manage to at least slow his team down a bit. Um, and he manages to jump off as well, kind of stumbles a little bit, but he has a spell at the ready. <clears throat> as the drake finishes devouring one of these dogs and sees all of you guys turning to face back, er, it uh, turns toward the nearest one of you to it, which is Bull, who's pulling himself out of the snow um, and sort of picking up his huge axe that he uses. <clears throat> and uh, everybody roll initiative. Yay! That was a 23. Uh, 19. Uh, uh, do I have a battle map ready for this? I think I do. Well, I can just reuse uh, one that we've used before. Uh, I'll go to the battle screen. Dun 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 I don't know the song fully, but I know that part. No, I think he was making a face because we were off of each other. <laughs> yeah, no, I don't really know the song either, but yeah. It's Pokemon. Oh, it is, isn't it? Yeah. It's when you. Wah, wah, wah. No, um. Wow. <laughs> Alright, so I'm just going to use this snowy map that we used off in the Norwood. Oh, yeah. Uh, in the Norwood? Norwood, don't you know? In the Fjarwood? Wherever, Wherever you are, Yud. Wherever you are, Wood. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, it's funny now. You've, you've broken me down. Funny. It's just as funny as that uh, oddly non specific town we hung out yeah, in. Yeah, that I, town I, that I, we went <laughs> Yeah. I like how you're fine with your wood, but not not with Vig. Nope. Fuck you. <laughs> Alright, I'm gonna use a dragon mini for this guy, but he's not a dragon. A dragon. A dragon. What? He's a dragon. A dragon. Um, all I can see is... John all I can see is our characters, but that... I don't know. 
I don't. I haven't really watched any of the John Tron era game Grumps. I don't think he's that funny. Oh, it's not from the John Tron era. It's from his own show. Oh, I don't know. He needs to be thinner. There we go. Okay. So, uh, it's your boy, Sled. Skinny Dragon. <laughs> Luke and Sled got the furthest away, followed by Marin and Silas. Uh, Kit. Yeah. And. Kit. Bull. Hi. Hi. My name is Bull. Bull Calendar. So Bull would be on this side of him. Uh, and then imagine there's a bunch of dead puppies. Uh, we don't yes. see anything. Puppies! They are much fun. Um, go away, Titan. Uh, we don't see anything, by yeah. the way. Oh, I have, have I not moved you over? All we can no. see is like the party, DED. Beep. It's on that screen. There we go. Aha. Okay, let me fix it here. Long boy! Oh, no, that's too oh, long. Boy. Oh, that's way too long. Alright, so first off, Marin! Alright, I'm running up. Hold on, I gotta figure out how old. I'm learning more and more fun tools that I can use here. So, I'm gonna move my... Well, I'll move over. Yeah. Nope. I'm moving up here into my stuff and I'm pulling out the Overwatch and I'm gonna do a little pop. <laughs> um, <laughs> pop up. Oh. Uh, well, yeah, I'm gonna do the Overwatch first and then I'm gonna do the fun thing where I take Ace of Spades so I don't have to worry about reload. Oh, God. Uh, 16. 16. Hold on, I need to grab his sheet. Durr and durr. That doesn't hit. Nope. Great. Uh, okay, Ace of Spades then. That one's better, because I switched out D20s. Um, 27. That will hit. Yeah, I fucking hope so. Too bad it was with Ace of Spades. Uh, D10, D10. Ugh, seven. Okay. Um, bonus action, bonus action, bonus action. <clears throat> Uh, I'll turn to Kit and I'll I'll just go. Um... Oh, fuck! Fuck him up. Uh. <laughs> Give him inspiration. D six. Bitch is inspired. Yep. Okay. D six. All right, Kit, you're up next. Can I use that on attack roll or no? Yes. Okay. Just yeah. not on damage. Gotcha. Yeah. Kit will take. The, well, first I'm going to bonus action shift um, and give myself 30 more HP. Sorry, I don't know why, but fucking Laura Bailey just popped back in my head. Bad Goomba! Bad Goomba! I'm a day bug! <laughs> <laughs> oh, 
she's so amazing. Uh, so good. Oh my god. So like, good. I don't have hands. <laughs> um, so good, Ben. If you haven't watched that one shot, you got it. I haven't it's seen so that one. funny. Uh, so bonus action shift, and then I am going to flip the staff so that yeah. it's staff shaped, and I'm going to point it directly at him at the dragon a little um at the dragon dragon uh <laughs> dragon to the, the left of bull i don't want him in the line oh wait no that was aaron who did that bit was it uh, my dad's a dragon oh <laughs> it's a dragon <laughs> okay yeah, it sorry. sounds like him yeah <laughs> um and i am going to cast sunbeam Sunbeam. Mm-hmm. Are you using the staff chart? Yes, I am. Okay. Make Hell a constitution yeah, saving throw. Okay. Oh, that's a natural one, but I'm going to use a legendary resistance to succeed. So you just succeed, period? That's what a legendary resistance does, yeah. Oh, I thought it would like make it a 10 or something. Okay. No. So on success... So it's 6d8. No, I have a question about the staff usage. Yes. So I can use it on one spell, right? One spell, yeah. Okay, because Sunbeam lasts for one minute, so I can use it for ten rounds. Does it still get double damage every round? It only applies for one round. Okay. Well, I guess it'll be this one since I already activated it. So So roll 12d8 radiant damage and half it. I'm rolling them digitally because fuck that. Um, yeah, too many dice. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it is fifty-one, so that would be twenty-five radiant damage. Uh, yeah, you always round down. Yeah, twenty-five radiant damage. And for the duration, a mote of brilliant light shines in your hand. It sheds thirty-foot radius of light. Okay, that doesn't matter. Um, <laughs> but it does shoot at a straight line, so it's five feet wide, sixty feet long. Okay. Undead and oozes have disadvantage on the saving throw. No, well, it's not undead. Okay. Um, okay. And I will stay where I am. Gotcha. Tis his turn. Uh. Well, her turn. Um, she turns as uh, you blast her in the side of the face with a ray of pure sun. Mm-hmm. And uh, she, she, you see this weird sort of intelligence in her eyes. Like, she understands what just happened. And she narrows her eyes at you Uh-oh. and pulls her head back Uh-oh. and lets loose lightning breath. Oh, boy. Uh, I dodge it. I don't think <laughs> you can't do Uncanny that. Dodge. Um, no. Hold on, I need to did draw you switch, a line. Did you s- fucking switch classes again? Yes, yes. <laughs> now I am now? an 11th level rogue. Mm-hmm. So that's going to hit you and Silas. Oh, buddy. Oh, fuck. Uh, line is five foot wide. Yep. Uh, you need to make a dexterity saving throw. I'm going to use my legendary action to succeed. 
Um, dexterity. I don't have enough dice to roll this either. Five. Pretty sure I didn't <laughs> I make it. Um, basically, she just saw you throw 12d8 damage at her, and she's like, I'm just for 2d10. Um, let's see. Your your yeah. video is getting a little wonky again. I can hear clicks. Yeah. That's all I can hear. Okay. Um. Is it is it better? No. No. Fuck. Does this always happen? I don't, I don't know. know. Just lucky, I guess. There. Hold up, goddammit. Um that's going to be oh Silas. Uh Silas. It's still it's still not good. Yeah. I can't do anything about it. <laughs> there I think it's back now. Um Silas also fails. Uh so that's gonna oh whoops, I need two more. That's a B. 72 points of lightning damage. Ah! Holy fuck. Yeah. This ain't no joke. Um. Okay. We, yeah. I look crispy. Yeah, we can. <laughs> I don't think we can beat this thing. Um. Uh, that, I believe, is as much as she can do. Um, actually, she's gonna, gonna do a little bit of a, little, little bit of a move. Um, let me, let me twimst her around. Twimst? Yes. She's not gonna be able to go very far because bull, um, Actually, no, she's not bothered by bull. She's gonna come straight hit. Um, let me... I'm gonna squish her down into her actual area, but imagine she's long. Okay. Uh, she's, like... That's technically the area she takes up. So she's gonna leave bull's circle of combat, give him an aspect of opportunity, which hits... for... that's 15 damage. That's pretty good for bull. Uh... Kit, now you have a blue dragon in your face. Dr blue drake. Follow snow drake. Um, okay. That'll bring us to Bull's turn, who is going to charge after her, having seen that immense display of lightning. And he just... Basically, as he sets off running, you hear him yell, and he goes into a rage, just like, ah! and just brings his axe down on her. Uh, that'll hit. That'll hit. Bull is really good at hitting. Uh, well, that's good. He's a barbarian, I'd hope so. Food time. Uh, he's gonna deal 20 damage to her with both of those. That'll do his turn. Um, 
Lucan, who's far in the back, uh, looks fucking terrified. And she's like, um, what? Don't use anything electrical on it. It won't work. And uh, behind, behind all you guys, uh, you hear him run a little closer. Uh, not too close. Um, and he starts putting together fireball. Hell yeah. He's a wizard. And that's the cornerstone of wizardry. Uh, he is going to aim it so that it does not hit you guys. So no worries there. Thanks. That's um, helpful. That's uh, a failed save. Another legendary resistance to succeed. Legendary resistance. Jesus. Okay. It's fireball, man. Mm -hmm. Fireball's great. Six, yeah. Um, I always roll them all and half it, so that's gonna do another nineteen damage. Um, you guys have too many NPCs. Silas, um, keep picking them up. Uh, we wouldn't Silas be able to going... beat anything if we didn't have That's true. I know. Well, the reason I keep throwing stronger shit at you is because you have so many people. Uh, Silas is going to Eldritch Blast. Eldritch Blast. Eldritch Blast. Which I believe he has the ability to use two. That's a... Holy shit, that's two natural 20s. Um, Hell yeah, BB! Nice. He's uh, in such a bad mood. Yeah. He's just like, yeah. yeah. Um, so, that's... That's a lot for two Eldritch Blasts. It's 36. Uh, whew, out Damn. of a possible total 40. Um uh. Okay, uh, that'll bring us back to Marin. Alright! Peter ah. is looking one pissed and two extremely bloody. So, you've watched this whole round as Bull has just started cleaving away with his axe and Silas throws in the Eldritch Blast that just burst off the hide with insane, like, effect. Like, you've never seen his, like, Eldritch power... Uh, do this kind of damage. Um, and then Lucan's fireball. I mean, it's a fucking fireball. Even on a succeeded save, it, it hurts. Yeah. I... Uh, she's unhappy. I'm gonna shoot at it again, or reload as one of my actions, and then shoot again uh, the uh, Overwatch. Mm -hmm. uh, that is... 21. Yeah, that'll hit. Okay. Uh, oh, okay. Uh, math. Math, math, math. 
25. 25 damage? Yep. Okay. And then I'm uh, gonna take my action surge. Okay. Um, and do another one. I'm gonna pop him with uh, Ace of Spades then. Oh, well, that was a natural one. So, my gun jams. Kit. Alright, I'm watching what's going on and I realize how much damage I just took, so I'm like, you guys might want to stand back, and I flip the staff away and I cast Polymorph on myself and I turn into a gold dragon. Uh, what age? Uh, young. Young? Okay. So you're gonna be smaller than she is. That's fine. Uh, Hold on, let me find you a gold dragon. Gold dragon! Dragon! He's my babe! Mm-hmm. Uh, it kind of sounds like you're saying Reagan, but adding a D on the beginning. Dragon. A little bit. Dragon. Ronald Dragon. <laughs> That's my children's novel coming out. <laughs> and he uh, he invents drone birds that are run on yeah, 5G yep. and record everybody. And then 40 years later... We have to shut down the whole world so yes. that we can change out the batteries. Exactly. Those yeah. uh, those old-fashioned alkaline batteries don't last long. Now they've got lithium. <laughs> they're good forever. Yeah. They've also got teeny tiny solar panels in their eyes, so they just recharge. Yep. yep. Mm-hmm. LEDs for for like their yeah. eyeballs. That's why that's why pigeons glow is because they're just full of yeah. LEDs. Yeah. <laughs> you know those glowing pigeons. Yeah. See him all the time. <laughs> okay. <laughs> what about those five G bats, though, man? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, are we ready? Cool. Okay. It's your turn. Um, and then I am going to, I'm gonna wiggle around, or I'm gonna aim it in such a way that I don't hit Bull or Marin. And I am going to cast Fire Breath, which is a 30-foot cone, and I need them to make a dexterity saving throw. Wait, question. Mm. Can I, can the dragon attack since I technically used my action to polymorph? No, you've used your action. Okay, then I will bonus action be intimidating but my dragon does have multi-attack you have to use your entire action for just attacks to use multi-attack gotcha okay yeah it's a it's a time thing um i will bonus action patient defense that's not how that works that's He's super gonzo oh. with the wind. Yep. I still want that to be a thing. Gonzo with the wind. Gonzo with the wind. <laughs> Alright. Um, she 
is seeing this younger uh, metallic dragon, dragon because chromatics and metallics <laughs> are inherent enemies uh, she's not happy cool. so she's going to take the risk of attacks of opportunity and back up attack of opportunity so you and Bull will get attacks for opportunity. Marin was one space off, so she doesn't get one. Can I do the fire breath, or do I have to do like a biter? It claw? has to be. It has to be a biter claw. Okay, okay, okay. I will do. Bull a bite. Okay. Natural twenty. Hell yeah. Okay. Plus ten, so that's thirty to hit. <laughs> Hell yeah. yeah. Um. So that is. Hell yeah. Two d ten plus six. Can I get a hell yeah? Hell yeah! <laughs> hell yeah, baby! Thirty-six, pi- thirty-six piercing damage. <laughs> okay. Um, <laughs> did you say thirty-six? Thirty-six piercing yeah. damage. Holy it's shit! Dragon. It was two d ten plus six. Like I rolled a nine and a six, so it could have been a lot more. Okay. Holy crap. She looks she's looking hot. I'm going to kill this bitch. Uh but as she backs up, she is going to I need to measure the angle here. Hold on. Yep, that'll hit all three of you. Um, oh, balls. Oh, fuck. Well, good thing I have 178 yeah. HP. <laughs> so she needs to Silas sure doesn't. Nope. Um, He's so going she... down. Oh, wait. I actually have to roll to see if she gets her lightning breath back. Uh, Is that the recharge brain. where it says recharge 5 to 6? Yep. So you have to roll a 5 or a 6 in order to get it? Yep. Gotcha. 5! Yeah. Oh, no. Silas uh... is dead. Well, no more marital problems. Wow, thanks. Yep. <laughs> 12 D10. My boyfriend was electromacuted. <laughs> you gotta be so crispy. <laughs> 12 D10s. Uh, what 12 if you D10. rolled fucking 10 on every single one of them? Oh my god. <laughs> you take 120 damage. 120 damage. Silas would be fucking dead. Yeah. <laughs> Come on, dice roller. Fucking load up my dice. Oh, fuck. Oh, no. <laughs> That's gonna be 85 damage. Roll oh, your my saving God. throw. What do I have to I do? I forgot to have you roll your saving throw first. Uh, dexterity? Yes. Silas failed. Oh, no. Oh, uh, four- failed. 14. That is... Oh, it should be seven, a DC of 17, so it's probably a fail. Uh, it's a 19, so yeah, oh. it definitely failed. Oh, because she's older. She's an adult blue dragon. Well, how much did you say it was? <clears throat> 85. Okay, I can take that. Um, Silas is out. Yeah. Like, hard yeah. out. Yeah. I'm just going to put an X on him. Uh, uh Bull... Has been reduced by about three quarters. Um, yeah, Silas has taken a grand total of something like a hundred and thirty something damage. Oh my god! So that's a lot more than he can handle. Uh, unconscious. Uh, 
This is just a great day for him. Yeah, isn't it? He's having a good time, I think. Uh, but with that... She is then going to take off. Fucking. So I can't really show altitude. Um, but she she oh. has a fly speed of eighty feet, and she's already moved about forty. Um, so she is going to basically just fly forty feet straight up. I'm gonna put a little little, little marker on her. So she's not uh, retreating, she's just... She's getting the hovering. higher ground. Mm -hmm. The little purple circle is going to mean she's in the air. I, I don't have... There's no marker for altitude. Um, but this will mean that Bull can't reach her. Uh, that'll bring us to Bull, who can't reach her. <laughs> um, he can't, but I think he has javelins. He's just gonna pull a Yasha and be like, I've got these javelins! Yeah. You mean throw her sword? I mean yeah, that she, too. He threw her sword in that uh, one. They've got a range of 3120, so he can throw with disadvantage. Uh, Well, that's a natural 20 and an 18, so he's definitely gonna hit. Wow. Um, So he hucks a javelin up at her and. Oh, four damage. Yay. <laughs> he He's like, fuck you! <laughs> I think I got a scale. <laughs> it, it does, like, stick, but it barely. She, however, is looking <laughs> very bad. God bless you, child. Thank you. Uh, Lucan freaks out because he just saw lightning almost streak right past him and he's now looking at a fried Silas laying in the snow. Like, it's a good thing there's snow because he needed to cool down from the fucking lightning. Marin, as you, like, look back after the lightning passed you by, you just see a hole in the snow and just smoke rising where Silas was. Ooh. And Lucan freaking out next to him. Uh, Lucan does not have anything healy on him. Uh, so he's just gonna stand there and freak out, and... I, I guess know. I can't, I can't, I have to use my action to toss something over to him then, yeah? Uh, yes. Um, Lucan, Lucan's gonna stay by Silas, and in fact he's gonna try, he's gonna try to stabilize him. He doesn't have any medical training. Uh, okay, that'll bring us to Silas. Oh, shit. That was a one. Oh! Uh, <laughs> two death fails! Oh, <laughs> fuck! Oh. <laughs> it's okay, it's okay, it's okay! Uh -huh. It's fine, it's fine! Marin, it's your yeah. turn! Okay, I'm running over! husband is not getting up. Yep, I'm running over to him and I'm giving him a healing potion. Okay. Um, as you get up to him and see, like, over this hole in the snow, it's bad. You see all across his skin just little, like, crackles of black and his skin blackened and 
Um, oh. his, he's just fried. His clothes are fucked up. It's a greater he's healing potion. Smoking. So. Okay. Gosh, I really suck at math. Um, 16. 16? Okay. Yeah. Um, you just shove this potion in his mouth and let it drain down, and he eventually sort of comes to, and his eyes flicker open, and you see one of them, a blood vessel, is burst and is turned red, and oh. he's just like, oh, oh God. Oh. And he, like, sits up slowly very stiff and you see him like occasionally like shake as like the last like tremors of electricity are going through him mm. uh let's see okay so that was your action you do still have a bonus action uh, i don't have a lot of bonus action and inspire um, a bitch well, I technically still have inspiration, but yeah, yeah I'm a dragon. Yeah. I'm not oh, going to okay. use well, it. So I, I'm actually going to also give Silas a healing word. Okay. Uh, Kit, go ahead and start your turn. She'll tell me the number in a second. Oh, I, I can wait. It's fine. Uh, yeah, it was like three. Okay. No, not three. Five. Five points. Okay. I am going Expected to twenty-one. Wow. I'm going to lift Wait. off from the ground. I can't move Wait. that dragon. Um, I'm going to lift off from the ground and I'm going to fly over to the left of her mm -hmm. uh, to turn her away. No, you can't. No, Go I ahead. Can. Yay, Draco Kit. Draco Kit. Uh, I can't really rotate them. So, um, yeah. And then I am going to... Thank you. And then I am going to Fire Breath. <sighs> Yeater. 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 Which is... Okay. Please make a dexterity saving throw. She is out of legendary resistances. Yes. That's four. Yeah. Uh, yes, you fail. Yes. So that's 10d10 of fire damage. Hell yeah! Woo! Yeeter! Somebody that is, come eat her. She's, she's dancing like, like a stripper. <laughs> stripper. Uh, <it's... laughs> she's dancing like a dragon. <laughs> dragon <laughs> stripper. Oh my God. <laughs> That's going to be the pack tactics of this episode. <laughs> uh, the, the title is just going to be dragon with two E's. <laughs> I rolled terribly, so it's going to be 46 points of fire damage. Oh, darn. 46. Well, but five, oh, what a but bad 10 roll. d10, that's not, I guess. that's less than half. Still pretty fucking good. You said 46? 46. Okay. Uh, how would you like to kill her? Yes. I haven't killed anything in a while. Um, I want to... Hmm. I want to incinerate one of her wings so that she crashes to the ground and then I'm going to land on top of her and just like tear her head off. Okay. So the rest of you watch from a distance as the Draco Kit uh, just fully. Who's a vampire now? <laughs> um, 
just fully incinerates the leathery webbing between the bones of the wing till there's only black bones left. And she just spirals back down to the ground, crashing horribly. And immediately he's on her back before she can recover. And he just basically breaks her spinal column and rips the head off forward. So the last thing connecting the two is like the skin right here. And just rips it off and sends it rolling, steaming into the snow as purplish red blood just melts the whole area. I know it doesn't feel like a victory. <laughs> no, it feels like a victory to me. I don't know about the rest of you, but I feel pretty good about it. Uh, but as Kit finishes her off and she's gone, Silas just lays back in the snow. I'll just pat his hand a little bit. It, it's, it's a weird texture now. Oh no! Uh, it's, Yikes. Uh, um, haba. <laughs> um. But yeah, a bull comes running over to you guys uh, and leans down and gives Silas one of his basic potions just to help. That'll give him a little bit more. His skin is starting to look normal-ish again, but all, all the internal damage is still just raging away. Hey, Kit, you want to um, stop playing dragon for a second and come give us a hand? Yeah. Yes, I guess. Roar! Yes! I can speak common. I don't care. Oh, yeah, yes, but you, you still have the I you guess have the I can come voice. over and help you guys. Jax, you're bad! <laughs> um, um, well, I mean, you still have the deep Jax. dragon voice, oh, yeah. right? I'll, yes. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Yes. Um, so I, I'll make my way over, make my way. Um, and I, I'll drop the dragon form and I will put a hand on Silas and cast cure, cure wounds at fourth level. So let me. That will be fourth level. So that's. Plus four, so seventeen points of healing damage. Okay, he's looking a little bit better. Okay. He's almost up to half. Um, but yeah, uh, between the lot of you and of course Bull, you get Silas back on his feet, and he's just kind of like shuddering occasionally. He's like, "I um, can we?" Can we get into a city or something? Yeah, yeah. Sure. Let's. How far away are we from from Haven? Um, you guys were probably maybe a couple hours away. You can actually see it on the horizon. It's the only goddamn thing on the horizon in this sea of white. Um, do, you do, do we... still... what? Oh no, I was just gonna ask if we still have some of the dogs or. 
you do still have three. Um, one, I mean, one team is half dead and the others ran off, so you've lost a sled. Mm -hmm. um, the pack of supplies is still together. Um, like, it's not scattered all over the place, but the sled carrying it is fucked. Um, the other three sleds take a minute to retrieve because the dogs are scared, but you managed to get them. Um, oh, yeah. Do um, we want to go ahead? Have some of us go ahead and then... Because, I mean, three dogs is not going to... No, you don't have three dogs. You have three teams. Oh, teams. I thought you meant three dogs. Okay, no. I was like, woof. Uh -huh. Um, uh, okay. No, you you can still put the supply pack in one person on one and double up the other two. You're okay. just not going to be able to go as fast. Okay. 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 Um, Let's get. Yeah, we can do that. Okay. So you load up your stuff, and uh, Lucan takes the supply pack on his sled, and uh, Bull doubles up with Kit. Um, and you head off a little bit slower than before. Marin, you have to, like, have Silas riding in front of you, and you have to kind of, like, control around him to make sure he doesn't fucking collapse and mm. fall off. I feel so um, bad for him this episode. Oh, my God. Uh, it's his comeuppance. It's fine. Um, I mean, slightly, but... Well, that's what he's thinking, so, you know. Well, we'll uh, <laughs> You continue on northward uh, through the wind and the snow and the fire and the flames, and... You know, so far away we <laughs> wait for the day. No, uh, it's a good fucking song. Um, eventually, you uh, begin to make out details of Haven. Now, Kit, I mm -hmm. uh, have. Did I ever say that you've been to Haven? No. Okay. No, because so, otherwise we could have treed there. Yeah. Not necessarily. Um, no. The, oh. uh, especially considering Kit didn't know he was going to be a druid before. True. So it wouldn't be until he was planning to be a druid That's true. or was a druid that he could memorize the trees. Uh, anyway, the Haven that you know from stories and tradition, because Haven has literally existed for about 5,000 years, 5,000 and a half, um, five and a half thousand rather, um, it was, I mean, it was the first city of Dolmarig. It was the first home of the people who came from the Monomar, uh, from the Monomarig. Um, it was the place that the Malandrada lived while they awaited the Mal uh, Monomarig to crash. It was the place that the Giri set up specifically for their incoming new brothers and sisters. Um, it is supposed to be a place of um it's supposed to be a place of sort of strange magics and traditions and beautiful architecture uh and the monomarig itself casts a strange magical field that actually makes the immediate area warmer than the rest of the arctic uh so things actually grow there uh like uh not just frost apple trees, but other plants as well. Um, the city that you see on the horizon, while being 
Well, well, full of uh, familiar architecture at the edges is not what you expected. You see Harassian architecture and you see uh, timber-framed homes. You see towering buildings that the Dolmari just don't build. Um, you see cobbled streets and uh, invasive plants that shouldn't grow there. You see uh, you see hedges being kept up, useless plants that people are just you know, shaping in whatever way they want. Um, you see it's polluted. There's tons of smoke coming out of the city. There's a thin layer of smog. Um, even though it's not huge, it's apparently putting out enough to be a problem. Hmm. Um, and you see that the center of town is dominated by Harassian and Irakelian, or Kellian is what it's called, and Caladrasian architecture, whereas the edges are dominated by Dolmaric traditional homes and temples. Um, this is not how it's supposed to be. And you remember hearing as a kid that people used to call this the Painted Haven um, for basically the, the horrible mask and layer of gross modern makeup that's been applied to this place by the skull. The entire area does indeed belong to the skull outside of the crater itself. Um, it was bought or stolen or uh, loan sharked away from Delmaric people who were desperate to survive. Um, but the next probably most concerning thing you see is that there are barricades on the streets. There is a palisade looking newly built out of stone. Um, stone and the occasional log. They don't have a lot of wood up here, so they can't use it too much. But um, the entrances, these gates, are blocked up with barricades made of furniture and overturned carts and pieces of like wrecked buildings, some of them charred. And you see huge camps full of tents sitting outside the city um, showing banners of uh, different militaries. And you see the walls of Haven are decorated with the same banner every, every uh, distance or so. Um, the banner of Haven is a... Uh, a red flag with a black circle in the center uh, which represents the uh, Matamarig. Sort of the opposite of the Japanese flag, if you will. Mm -hmm. um, and then has ten small stars on the outside of the black circle. Um, but you see people standing on the walls in the barricades just looking out. All of them Dalmarig or uh, or at least most of them. There are a few what you assume are Kulo people among them, and a few Giri, uh, but everyone outside the walls is definitely Skull. None of them look Dalmaric at all. Um, and standing at the barricade at the front uh, gate 
uh, there is a collection of people from either side currently talking. Uh, they have like a a uh, canvas set up that they've put like tables and chairs underneath and they're just conversing in this neutral ground. Uh, as your sleds approach, the um, the camps outside the town sort of stir a little bit and a number of soldiers and armored people uh, also wrapped in heavy furs sort of come out to see what's happening. Um, in seeing your sleds, which are painted red and gray and have the symbol of the hammer on them, uh, you are allowed through. They do not try to stop you. Um, so if you continue and get up to the barricade, there is a place to go through. Do you guys stop or talk to anybody or do you just keep going? Yeah, let's just keep going. Keep going. Okay. So as you approach, uh, pieces of the barricade are pulled back and your sleds are allowed through. Um, the dogs are kind of tense and uh, looking around nervously. Uh, I mean, same for both, but you know. Uh, inside, uh, you to Kit, because you've been to Constanos now, it looks like you're standing on a street in Constanos with the amount of like modern like ga uh, gas lamps or oil lamps and uh, modern architecture but you see that a lot of it has been covered over with um, what to a skull would be graffiti but what to your people is murals and art as if to cover up the ugly modern buildings mm -hmm. so the streets are just full of these colorful paintings of stories from uh, Monomar and Dolmaric history and uh, paintings of gods like triumphing over the skull, especially Zarai. Zarai is everywhere. Uh, you see symbols of the stone hammer all over the place. And uh, seeing you guys' sleds with the crimson hammer symbol, you are immediately approached uh, by a dwarven uh, Dolmaric woman long black hair all sort of pulled off to one side heavy chain and leather and fur armor um she is wearing a stone hammer pendant around her neck um but as you guys get in she like trots up like looking at kit like excited and then she sees the rest of you and kind of stops and looks confused uh they're they're cool though it's fine all right. Are uh, you from the Crimson Hammer? Uh, yeah, we're... Yes, we are. Where are your... Where are your symbols? Oh, we, they, we rented from them. Oh, I see. Um, do you have a, uh, do you have any... Like, what would you bring us? Uh, they packed me up with supplies, so it's in this... Okay. Um, she... Here. She runs up to the sled and Lucan like gets out of the way and she opens up the bag and starts pulling out like these little individually paper wrapped uh, parcels that are marked. And she says, oh, fuck, we've been needing these for months. Thank you. And she like walks up and like shakes your hand um, and you see more people approach and she just starts tossing packages to people. It says, go, go run these to the run these to the Sentinels. Go on. And people just start taking off toward the middle of uh, the middle or, or the crater in the distance. 
Um, she says, thank you. I really, really appreciate it. Uh, can I, uh, can I pay you? Can I, what can I do for you? Um, uh, uh, my name's, uh, my name's Naya, by the way. Naya. Uh, Kit. Um, uh, the high elder druid of the desert clan. Um, <laughs> so... You don't need to pay us. That's fine. Um, but what what's going on here? Uh, well, it's a in short, it's a rebellion. Oh, we're taking back our land. Okay. Is it like a do you hear the people sing kind of situation? It is almost exactly that. Okay, okay, okay. This is very much inspired by the French Revolution. Um. See people with red banners standing on the barricades waving and they get shot and they fall but oh. still hold the banner. Yeah. Someone shoots uh, the kid no. for some weird reason. Yeah. Oh, but... lots of kids have been shot. Don't yeah, worry. See, um, perfect. There's no active violence happening right now, but you can see like blood stains in the streets and broken and burned things. So, who's uh who's leading this? Uh well, it's not really that clear at the moment. Um, the the elder druid was killed a while ago. I guess technically, Kenna Macambro's in charge, but she's she's more busy with like the Monomaric. Uh Yes, she is. We've mostly been working with uh, the Sentinels as sort of a leading body. Um, they have a whole hierarchy over there. You'd have to ask them. Do you... Hmm. So you're just taking everything back from the skull? Or is it like, did they do something? Well, um... It's a... It's kind of a long... Uh, ooh, I almost went Kiwi there. Um, It's kind of a long story. Uh, I... I'm not from Haven. I came to help, so I don't know the whole thing. But uh, if you're interested in knowing exactly what's happening... Uh, good God! How do I slip from Scottish to Kiwi? They're on opposite sides of the fucking world! Sort oh. of. <laughs> um, they sound similar, though. I'd recommend uh, talking to the, uh, the Elder of the Sentinels. Oh my God, I forgot... To investigate what? the dragon body. Oh shit! Yeah. Totally forgot. Oh. oh well. Um. So just so you guys know, there's a dead ice drake on the road now. Uh. Well, that's not terribly uncommon. For a dead one. Well, a dead one. That's a little more. Good job. Um. Thanks. But no, they're. What with the skull marching through the hunting grounds, it's kind of uh, par for the course that they're being stirred up lately. Mm. They've been hunting the roads for easy pickings. Gotcha. Well, can you take us to the leader of the Sentinels here? Uh, I'm on duty, but I can, I can show you where to go. We're also waiting for a friend. Uh, who? Ansem. Uh, and some Molinar. Yeah, that guy. Yeah, thank you. 
I don't believe he's here. He I will, think we'd know. He'll if he be was. here soon. Uh, I'll spread the word. I hope he's bringing guns. We could use him. I'm not sure what he's. I don't think he's bringing guns, but he is coming. Well, that's all right. He's outfitted us enough that, honestly, if he did any more, it'd be damn near philanthropy. Um, but uh, anyway, and she turns and oh, she nope. points out Quick a question. What follow-up question? Are there yes. any people here? Nope. I'll ask somebody else. Uh, take me to your leader. <laughs> She points down the street uh, to where you can see that in pretty much dead center of the town, um, there's two larger buildings made of stone facing each other. Uh, one is pretty rectangular, uh, definitely uh, Constanian, or not Constanian, uh, would probably be a little more Lachmany in style, which is like very... Uh, lot of lot of squares and like rectangles and hard angles um and typically not that horribly decorated um imagine the sort of uh y'all know what the lincoln memorial looks like right mm -hmm. <laughs> imagine that but no circles everything is squares even the columns okay something something akin to that uh, and across from it is a timber-framed building uh, that looks like a small mansion. And it has a uh, small courtyard with a fountain in front of it. That, because it is just warm enough here, thanks to the Monomarig, is working. It's like 40 degrees here. Wow. Yes. I... Magic, man. Magic. Um, Magic dragon! Um... <laughs> Uh, but she points to those two buildings. She says, uh, the stone building is uh, the actual government building. Um, you can find pretty much a whole set up there. And then across the way is sort of our supply depot. Uh, whoever you can't find at the government building, at uh, the Great Hall, uh, you'll find in the supply depot. Perfect. Thank you. Of course. Thank you. Mm -hmm. And she continues passing out the packages and sending them to different places you get the idea that she's probably a minor officer like she knows a little bit but not much um and more people are just piling over to pick stuff up and run it to wherever it needs to go um all right your uh after you guys hand over the uh paper that uh zarya gave you uh the dogs and sleds are taken and uh stabled uh Barned. I, you don't really put dogs in a stable, but that's what they have. Uh, they're buried. They're kenneled. Ah. Uh, <laughs> so, no, the reason I say that is because a lot of dogs, like, up in that cold kind of north area, they'll dig themselves holes to sleep in well, overnight. Yeah. So they kind of bury themselves to stay warm. That's mm -hmm. true. Uh, but you head up the street with your party. I turn to Marin as we're walking, and I'm like, do you have any more health potions left? I have one. Here. And I hand her a basic health potion. Thanks. Yeah. Well, I know, just in case, you know, another dragon tries to kill your husband. I mean, I really hope not. But... Me too. 
Me too. Who knows with how this day is going. Silas is just starting to walk normally and get over the the shock. Um, he's he's doing better, but he's going to need a good sleep tonight. Yeah. Um, as you guys get up to these other buildings, um, Bull has been to Haven before, so he kind of knows... Uh, what he's doing. He just hasn't approached it from the direction you guys have. He's come down the Dun River route. Um, he leads the way, and you see Lucan is kind of nervous to be here. Um, he's keeping close to Bull and kind of trying to like hide behind him. Um, but as you guys get up to these buildings, there's just flurries of activity happening, happening between these two buildings. Just people crossing back and forth, uh, running packages, parchments, uh, all kinds of things, getting approval for stuff and running off in either direction. Um, the heaviest traffic down this main route, though, is mostly between mostly between the barricade and these government buildings. And then there's a smaller stream of traffic going to the other end, uh, the north end, where you guys see the walls of the crater rising up into the sky, very much like North Crater in Final Fantasy VII, um, where uh, there's a bridge that goes over the Convergence Lake on the outside. Uh, it is a massive stone bridge, and it is guarded currently by ten people in wildly different sets of armor and robes. Um and then uh, there is a tunnel going into the side of the crater that leads through to where the meteor is. Um, you do see, as Lucan sees the bridge in the distance, he kind of, like, gets a little interested and, in, like, looking, trying to see what he can see. Um, what are you guys doing? Mm -hmm. I'm just looking for somewhere we can crash because I'm concerned about. Yeah, him. I was going to ask that. Do you want to talk to a leader, or do you want to just find a place to stay for? We, I think we just need to to find somewhere to stay. Okay. Right now. Yeah, let's find. Uh, there a place are to stay. there are taverns all over the place, so. Okay. We shall pick a modestly priced tavern. Yes. Okay. Um, do you guys want to stay near the main drag, or do you want to find something more traditional? The taverns on the main drag are all, like, taverns, and then if you go a little further away, you start to see the traditional-style mead halls. We'll patronize some of the more traditional kinds. Okay. Sounds good. So you head off, uh probably westward through the town um not horribly far away um where it starts to get into more i mean there's not a whole lot of urban to this city it's barely even a city um it doesn't take long to get to just normal ass houses uh but you get into the districts that have the more traditional looking houses and you find one of these meat halls um, that while it is built in the same style as, like, the overturned ship uh, meat halls, obviously nobody has brought a ship to the North Pole, so it's not actually a ship. Uh, but it, it looks similar. It has the same sort of curved top to it. 
Um, and as you head inside, you see this super long hall full of tables and chairs, uh, full of Dalmaric people, very, very few uh, non-Dalmaric, but they are clearly part of the bunch, uh, Kulo. Um, and as you guys step in, there is no concern for who's in your party. They assume, they seem to assume that because you have an Elusir with you, that you're cool. That's right. So nobody really bothers you guys. Fucking cool kids take um, but as you step in, um, you hear several tables all gathered together. Many of them, they don't really have uniforms, but they do have armor, and they all do wear um, either these sashes or armbands in blue and black, or sorry, red and black. And you hear them actually like singing and drinking together. They seem to be in pretty high spirits. Like whatever's happening here is going well at the moment. I will, I'll turn to them and be like, why don't you guys go get a table and I'll order us stuff. I turn to Silas and I'm like, do you want to, do you just want to go up to bed or what do you want to do? I, I want nothing more than to sleep, but I think I should probably eat. That's a, okay. that's a good idea. Yeah. Okay. And ball like gently helps you guide Silas to a seat. Gonna need some nutrition um, to grow all your skin back. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Lucan follows you, Kit. Um, it is almost impossible to talk to anybody here unless you speak Thunar. Hmm. So Kit is sort of in the lead for being able to talk to everybody. I'm gonna mess I, up so many things. You, you, uh, you've been teaching me Thunar, so I imagine I can be like... You're like that person Here. in a Takiera that's like, El Baño. Yes. <laughs> like, you know what you're uh, saying. You're just not saying it right. Yeah, yeah. It's like, you're like, hello, one beer, please. Yeah. A am I be having a beer, please? <laughs> <laughs> Can't conjugate verbs yet. Yeah. It one wasn't in the lesson. Big alcohol, please. Mm -hmm. <laughs> it's all very I formal. Very big. Very <laughs> big. I would like a big vodka. Um, <laughs> but yeah, uh, so Kit and Luke and you guys head uh, down to one of the ends. There are, as sort of traditional style in these buildings, there's a bar at either end. Uh, you make your way to one end where a, a shorter, geary man, so like eight feet, like Goliath-sized, oh, yeah. um, is tending the bar. Super uh, short. Yeah. And he's just well he's he's very short for Geary. Um so he's just like slinging drinks. It's mostly beer and mead and uh probably a lot of frost apple cider. Um but as you guys approach, he looks up, sort of clocks you both, realizing that he's never seen you before. Oh hi. Oh hi. Oh hi. Um, says Okay. Uh, hello. New, uh, new faces. How can I help you? We, I would like to order for my friends who can't speak anything. Um, they would like one alcohol, please. <laughs> and... <laughs> he laughed. <laughs> <laughs> and, um... He's like, I've heard that too many times. Yeah. It's pretty good. And at least... It's pretty good. At least five um... food for everybody. 
I've got you handled. Don't worry. Okay. Um, and he points over the table that's, uh, and says, I see the, that's your party there. Yeah, um, the, and there's he... like Little Red Riding Hood and Dracula over there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's like this really jolly guy and he just like bellow laughs. Oh, and um, I forgot um, fucking Werewolf is over there as well with Bugbear going on. Oh, no. oh, technically I'm the werewolf, but yeah, you, we don't need yeah, to tell anybody that. But but he looks over, he's like, is that Bulwark? Oh, God. Oh. Yes. And he, like, yells across the ball. He's like, hey, Bull! And Bull looks over, he's like, hi! Hi! And he, like, jump, comes running over, and they just start talking to each other, like, at crazy fast speed. Mm. Um, they probably speak in... Being that bulls and uh, bugbear, they probably speak in goblin to each No, orcish. Garrel shell, orcish. Um, oh. So they're just like going a mile a minute at it in a different language. Um, they clearly know each other. Uh, uh. Uh, but eventually the bartender's like, oh, sorry, sorry. Uh, yes, I'll, I'll bring over your drinks and meals in just a moment. Uh, Bull, come back. I want you to meet somebody. And uh, Bull follows him into, like, the back kitchen. They go and pal around. I will go back to the table. I'll, like, grab grab Lucan. Be like, come on. Uh, He is very friendly. Bull or the bartender? Yes. Yeah. Yeah, you get used to it after a while. It's disgusting. I, I don't know. Um, and as you get back to the table, uh, Lucan says, So, this is apparently the place where my brother disappeared. Oh? Yes, he, he apparently fell off one of the bridges to the meteor. Ah. Okay. We can definitely bring that up if you want to f- try to find him. I, I would, um... I don't know if the, you know, the deathless druid wants to talk to me about my brother, but I wonder if she would know anything. Uh, God. I feel like we could start with someone below her to begin with. Oh, no, I'm I'm sure. It was just that she was there, or she knows the people who were there. Gotcha. And, of course, Inaya, the... Just named somebody Inaya, and there was an Inaya. Whoops! Um, her <laughs> granddaughter, Inaya, Y-N-A-I-A. Uh, her granddaughter was the Elder Druid until recently. Mm-hmm. Um, she would have been the one who actually knew what happened, but it's less important than what's happening right now. Uh, we can still I, check. I do have some... And he kind of glances around, just, like, checking around you guys. I do have uh, some silver thread with me to make sure that no one tries to get into our rooms during the night. would be great. Uh, Because we have no idea where Cynthia Moore could be. And this is a small town. You know, I was going to ask that officer we met, and then I thought... They probably wouldn't want to know that somebody that high-ranking is in their town. Uh, yes, it would probably be better to tell somebody, like, higher yeah. up yeah. the chain. 
I mean, um, we could always call Kenna again. I'm sure she would be just enthralled to hear us. Absolutely thrilled. Hmm. You know what? At this point, like, it might be a good idea. She's like, honestly, our best contact. Mm -hmm. Also a god. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Maybe I can... She's I probably going to be really mad that we're here. Well, there's some things I guess I want to ask her. Question but... for the DM. As we've the been DM answers. as we've been out in the snow, have yes. I noticed anything weird about Marin? Does she like seem what? to not get cold as easily, or is she like melting snow faster than people? Or like, is she like, is there uh, like a ring of melted snow around her? I don't know. Radiating heat. Yeah, is she uh, radiating heat? Make a perception check. Falls. 16. She definitely hasn't gotten cold as easily, but you're thinking that that's probably because she's not as thin and sickly as she was before. Mm. She's like filled out and healthy now gotcha um you haven't noticed anything fiery about her um, um well but you have noticed that um the remember how i said her eyes are sort of like an orangey red flecked with blue mm -hmm. you have noticed the flecks of blue occasionally seem to they almost orbit around the pupil like, not quickly, but with each new day, they've moved slightly. Oh, that's gross. Uh, have I noticed that? Uh, I don't think you've had much contact with mirrors, so not probably not. Yeah. Has she been, like, rubbing her eyes or doing anything weird with them at no, all? No, not okay. at all. Um, and to say, it's not like her irises are rotating. Like, the lines through the iris that show the muscle, they aren't rotating. It looks like the color is moving across them. That's so weird. Like, almost dappled, like, through water. Yeah. Interesting. Okay, I'll keep that to myself. Um, yeah, so... We should probably not mention people's names, Lucan. Don't say it out he, loud. You did just say his name, so... No, not his name. I'm talking about Cindy's name. Oh, okay. Let's not say the, okay. the Cindy word, or... You just... Okay. Nobody knows who Cindy is. Cindy could be anybody. <laughs> she doesn't go by Cindy, so yeah. Exactly. Um, <laughs> well, but we should I, also I, probably I... not talk about the group of people that likes to wear mm -hmm. neutral colored mm -hmm. cloaks mm -hmm. yeah mm -hmm. the grayscale group yep. the, gray <laughs> the monochromatic religious order yes. yeah um silas who currently has his head resting on the table um says and for god's sake nobody say the name more you, you just did. You just said it. But no. Oh, okay. that. Mm -hmm. Yep. I'm sure you'd like some more coffee. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, wow. Sure could use some more 
food. Uh, anyway. Okay, Kent, shut up. <laughs> um, though your food and drinks do arrive, um, the the bartender also brings bowl. Uh, the bartender brings like a wide array of food and a fair array of drinks. Some alcoholic, some non. Uh, he kind of sees Silas like looking real fucked up, and so he brought some water and like apple juice instead of just straight up like raw cider. Um, but uh, Bull sits down with your group and says goodbye to the guy and they part ways. And uh, Bull like leans in like all smiles and he's like, "Okay, so uh, what are we doing next? Are we just sleeping for the night, or yeah, we... we're gonna need do we to." Wanna... But do we want to try talking to anybody? I mean, it's still we still got a lot of day left. I'm pretty beat up. Yeah, to be I think we all yeah. are. I'm. I'm. I don't. I probably don't look it, but I'm kind of fucked up too. Yeah. Uh, and we're probably. Yeah, we're probably gonna talk to Kenna tomorrow. Mm. Yeah. So. Uh, might have Silas send her a message if she's. Yeah. No, let's no, we're not. Oh. We'll just we'll just pop in on her tomorrow. I mean, but we don't know if she's here cuz she can pop anywhere. Uh, I guess so. Okay, we'll send we'll send her a message in the morning. Okay. How? How? Okay. That's fine. The well, um does anyone want to come to the crater with me today? I mean, yeah, it's like right there. I think I'm good for today. Well, okay. Sorry. Yeah. It's just really cool in there. Well, we will definitely go look at it. I mean, there's... I know you guys aren't really into the whole, like, god thing, but, like, the architecture and the art is really nice. And there's, like, so many stories scrolled on the inside of those temples and, like, underground in the, tem in the uh, tunnels. And there's, like, this big snake... Like in the lake, like a like an Ouroboros snake is huge. Oh, there's a there's a snake in the lake. Yeah, he's, lake. he's like a sea serpent, but like freshwater. That okay? So a snake. You know what? Tomorrow I will be so willing to go sightseeing with you, Bull. I, I, I'm not trying to convince you to go now. I'm just saying what's there. Okay. No, that's okay. <laughs> okay. Just ignore her. Um, She's had a hard day. No, no. I feel. I just don't want it to feel like I'm pressuring you. I'm just telling you what's here it's, because it's really cool. It's fine. Um, and again, I know you guys aren't into the whole god thing, but like some of the statues are really cool as well. They're like really lifelike. Apparently, a lot of them were carved like a five thousand years ago before the dissolution, so a lot of them look exactly like what the gods used to look like. Wow. Mm -hmm. Yeah. There's a statue of uh, at Lauren inside the crater that's, and he just keeps going. <laughs> oh my god. We're just like all so fucked up and just like oh. Bull, no. Bull is me who <laughs> wants to keep telling the lore while everyone else is like Taylor. I'm so tired. Shut up, please. <laughs> um, but he just goes on about this beautiful statue of Atlaren, and uh, Lucan seems fucking just enthralled. Um, 
while he while he knows bits and pieces of Haven, he's never been into the crater, apparently. Um, and they get into talking to each other, and uh, Lucan says how his brother, because he he doesn't say it out loud, uh, but he does say that because his brother was uh, Jude Connell's puppeteer, um, Nadvir would tell him about what was in the crater and in Haven, um, and he was just fascinated by it. Um, he also mentions, uh, again, not telling details out loud, but he also says like how his brother Theric has been here before, um, how he thinks Elaine has been here when she was uh, learning from somebody else, and like there's dark undertones to his stories, but there's also like genuine like curiosity of like what other people have experienced and seen. Um, but they just chatter the fuck away. Um, and eventually Silas is just so done with the day that he just heads upstairs. Okay, I'll go with him. Yeah. Um, he has probably not looked you in the eye all day. Uh, probably not looked anyone in the eye all day. Um, but as you guys uh, get up there... Um, Lucan does uh, tell you guys before you go that he'll string the alarms across the doors before he goes to bed that night. Uh, mm -hmm. But does tell you guys, like, if you don't need to leave your rooms, like, don't, because it will trip the alarms. Um, but uh, you guys get into room. Surprisingly nice rooms for the sort of rustic architecture. Um... You guys were able to get a variety of like different like bed arrangements. So you and Silas got one with a double, and like Bull Kit and uh, Lucan got one with uh, actually three separate beds in it. So it's it's pretty yeah. good accommodations, and there's like nice curtains and blankets and sheets That's and cool. all kinds of fun stuff. <laughs> there's complimentary soaps. Oh, jeez! Oh, wow, we're in the yeah. life of luxury here. It's like a fucking fucking Hilton up in here. <laughs> Um, but yeah, Silas steps in, still like a little bit of like a hitch in his gait as he's like evening out after everything, and he sits on the edge of the bed and just falls backward, just lays there. All right, come on, I'll start helping him take his clothes off and stuff. Yeah. Eventually, you get him settled where he's as comfortable as he's going to get. Um, and he just kind of lays there uselessly. He's he's trying, but there's not a whole lot of, lot of oomph to it. He just stares at the ceiling. I don't know what you want me to say right now. You don't have to say anything. You don't have to kill her. I'll do it. We'll all do it. You don't even need to be there. 
I'm going to be there. I'm not letting you walk into that fight alone. say, but I don't... I don't know how to say it, I guess. About... what? What? I don't know all of it. It's a lot. It is. Those are things that no one knows. Except you and Dothair. I'll keep it between us. I won't tell anyone else. And, um, you see him, uh, he pulls his, uh, right arm out from under the blanket, and you see him look at his hand, and you realize his black ring is back. And he doesn't seem surprised. He's just looking at it. I never realized that was from him. Technically, it's not. It was... It was my grandfather's, but... It's a... It's a... Focus of sorts. And he pulls it off his hand and just sort of tosses it into a corner. And if you watch it for a moment, you'll see the ring vanish. Does it reappear back on his hand? Yes. I never thought that I would hate a god more than Senna, but... Senna is different. She at least let me go. He's always said that he would, if I asked. But I'm... He said that to me, too, but he also said he didn't want to. Of course he doesn't want to. I'm... I'm his hand on this, in this world. I, I'm his eyes and ears. That's what his people are. They're his connection back to the world. He's a ghost. He... He has no power except through us. Maybe he can find someone different then. He spent so long cultivating me. 
For the same reason my mother won't let me go. They spent too much time on me. And yeah. I... I've spent too much time on him. And I've worked so hard for the things he's given me. I don't know if I... I don't know if I can walk away. Or if I want to. I don't want to be helpless again. You sound like me. I do, don't I? Yeah, you do. Fuck. And he sits back up again, and he pulls the ring off his hand again. He doesn't throw it this time, he just holds on to it. I don't know what to do. What would I do if I walked away and was left with nothing? I mean, you taught me to use a gun. I can teach you more. But if I walk away now, I, I will be useless for a long time even if I do build new skills I won't be able to help you all my only natural talent is talking and even that's been enhanced by Dulthair if I if I lose the ability to read people and to influence and to speak to people far away and move things without touching them. I, I don't know what to do without these abilities. They're integral to how I get everything done. I can still shoot just fine, but that's not the ability I'm scared of losing. Part of being a partner in a partnership like we are is sometimes one of us is going to have to pick up a little bit of slack. It's a lot of slack, Marin. It's it's not slack even. You'd just be carrying me. Honestly, Sai, at the end of the day, I can't make this decision for you. You have to decide what's more most important. I'm terrible at making decisions. I know you are. Never made a goddamn decision in my life. Except ones that didn't affect me. It's always been Dulthea or my mother telling me what I should be aiming for. 
or my father, or... I haven't had anyone tell me that something was my choice since I was... since before I was king. My grandfather never made a decision for me. He always said that... He always said that any grandson of his was to be confident enough to stride forward alone and give other people the confidence to follow. But I've never been that. I was always following in his footsteps or following a path laid for me. And he kind of smiles bitterly to himself and he says, Justine should be queen. Not for my mother's sake, but because she makes decisions. You decided to marry me? I didn't really feel like that was... Not that I didn't feel like I had a choice, but I felt like that was just a given. I would be an idiot not to have married you. Though sometimes I think you're an idiot for having married me. No. I'm an idiot for letting you get away with lying to me for so long. And he kind of lowers his head again. That's half the reason that I'm upset. I never wanted to lie. I just... No, there's no excuse. I just didn't want you to know. I get it. I... There were things that I was too afraid to tell you for a while, too. The whole... Senna thing. I probably would have kept that for as long as I could have. But... Then I realized how... awful it felt looking at you when you figured it out. I thought about that. I thought about telling you. But I... I was too scared of disappointing you. The only thing that could disappoint me, Silas, is if you give up. If you decide that this is okay, the way you're going on right now, with Dolthair and with your fear of what you could do. That's the only thing that's going to disappoint me, is if you don't change it. 
and he... Are you... Where are you in the room? I'm next to him. Like, on the are bed. Are you sitting down, standing up? Sitting. Okay. Um, he... Uh, already sitting up, he... Reaches out and takes your hand. And you see him sort of deliberating for a moment. And you can practically see the panic attack starting as he kind of tenses up and he looks down at the ring in his free hand and he drops it and says no more and he looks just into the space in the room and says, I'm done. I... And you watch the ring vanish and it doesn't reappear. Oh, no. <laughs> well. And you hear a voice that says, It is regrettable. Think hard on what you will lose, Silas. Is he and in the, the room? She won't... No. Um, he continues, says, and think of the things that you will no longer have any power over. That's it. I'm gonna take his hands. He's in like full silent panic attack mode. You can see it in his eyes, just the wide-eyed like fear. Okay. And Let's... you can see that under the the wounds that he's taken today, um he almost immediately looks more pale, if it's even possible for Silas. Um, more gaunt, as you literally just watch energy drain out of him like something is being taken away. And he looks at you and slumps forward and passes out. Oh, shit. Uh... He's still alive. He's still okay. breathing. He's still... Okay there okay. but he is unconscious okay uh i'm gonna root around in my bag and i'm gonna get out one of the that that healing potion kit gave me just pour it into his mouth <laughs> uh i wake him up it, a healing potion is not going to fix a drop in maximum hit points. Wait. He's still alive oh, and he will okay. wake up. He's not dead. He's not dying. Okay. Uh, okay. But in mechanical terms, Silas just got reduced to level one. <laughs> no. Oh no. 
Oh, uh, no! He is now a level one fighter, help. essentially. Help me! <laughs> oh, no! <laughs> I made such a bad mistake! He like, has 12 hit points! Literally uh, right before he, he, he like, took the ring off and everything, I was gonna say, we don't have to do it right now, but if you... Well... Silas is a decisive man. Okay. He makes decisions quickly <clears throat> when he makes them. We're gonna need to uh, need to get him a lot of armor, a lot of armor. Uh, he isn't necessarily. He isn't necessarily like straight up level one fighter. I, that's not that's not literal, but he did just lose all of his warlock levels. He's He's gonna get a maximum hit point reduction, but it's not gonna be twelve hit points. Okay. Oh, he still <laughs> retains. He still retains like his fighter levels and so on and so forth. And I'm going to mechanically turn him into something else. But for now, while he's figuring his shit out, he is a lot weaker than all of you. Like a lot weaker. Like oh. half. Half or three quarters? I haven't decided yet. Okay. That's fine. <clears throat> but for today, he's a level one fighter. And a stiff breeze will kill him. Cool and normal. Cool and normal. This is good. Yeah. It's fine. Yeah. That's what Marin's saying to herself. She's like, this is fine. We're fine. Yeah. Everything's fine. Um, And as Silas is sort of slumped against you and you're trying to figure out, whoa, fuck, what's happening? Um, You hear a tap tap on the window. Hmm. And you Is see it fucking? T oh, Ashley. I'm gonna gently kind of hopping around out there. I'm gonna gently set him on the bed, uh, and then I'm gonna go over to the window and open it. Yeah. And he hops in on the windowsill and looks at you, like cocking his head to the side. What are you doing here? I thought you were with the package deal. And he looks over at Silas and hops to the side table and hops on the bed and goes hopping up and like lands on Silas's chest and looks down at him, kind of tilting his head back and forth. Gives him a little like nudge under the chin with his beak. Yeah, and you see Ashley look back at you like just thoroughly fucking confused. He's a little sleepy right now. Uh... And Ashley hops down and starts, like, he starts messing with Silas's hand. You realize he's messing with his, with his right middle finger where the ring used to be. And Ashley's like, taps it, looks at you, like more frantically, like, "Oh God, what's happening?" Yeah, that's not a thing anymore, apparently. Mm. I don't. He looks around, looks back at Silas sort of nestles himself down on the bed and just waits. Mm. I'm gonna go over and give him a little Yeah. Hit. He's very familiar and comfortable with you, so he just chills with you guys. Yeah. I'll just keep uh, petting him. Yeah. And I'm actually gonna take out my loot and I'm going to play the song that I've been writing for Silas. Mm. Until I get tired. 
Cute. Cute. That's a nice, like, movie moment to pull back from. Uh, <laughs> uh, is, are Kit and the other Wahoos doing anything for we end for tonight? I think we pretty much decided just to get some rest. Okay. Any any fun things? Any traipsing around? Any nothing? I ate some food. Okay. Um, God, you're so fun to tell stories with. Well, okay. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. I'm just we messing kinda, with We you. had already decided, we're like, yeah, we're going to stay here and just chill out for the day. Like, I don't know. Well, but you always get up to shit. Oh, I didn't have anything to get up to this time because I feel like no. the stakes are really high. They they could be. And, like, <laughs> if Cindy finds me, like, shit's going to be bad anyway. And I don't even know that Silas is worthless now. So, like... That's going to be a conversation. Uh-huh. I just forded him so hard. Yeah, you did. <laughs> are we all going to have to have a moment? Forded. We're just like, here's health potions. Here's armor. Here's stuff. I mean, if you want to. Here's Someone's a sword gonna have that to you can't summon from a pocket dimension. Someone's going to have to be the knot and be like, no, take this fucking shield. You're weak. You're a little cherub boy. <laughs> um, but, uh, yeah. Uh, no, I just, I always like to give you opportunities to do something, especially after a Marin Silas thing. Because okay. I feel like it's always Marin and Silas. But... We did talk about how you're much more of a battle adventure kind of guy. Yeah. So I like the R- that's what the dragon was yeah. for. I like the RP. I'm just not. I don't know. You guys have like you're more of an audience member than a participant. I ouch. Are you? I don't know. It's a suggestion, I, not a, not a RP. I like the RP. I'm just not like. I don't like to go at it as hard as you two do. <laughs> No, no marital strife, no dark, no. I'm worthless without these powers bestowed no. upon me by something else. Been there, lived that, don't want to relive it. <laughs> Man, maybe Silas should become a vampire, though, because then he'd get a lot of cool Honestly? stuff to replace There you go. I could bite him. It could happen. I mean, werewolf is not nearly as fun as vampire, oh. though. It's Let not nearly- we'll talk about Yeah. That's actually a good idea. We'll talk about oh it. We'll make uh, a decision as a as a couple. Uh-huh. We'll talk about right, these. Because you guys are so fucking good at making decisions as a couple. We hey, we got over a major, major hump today, I think. The first one. <laughs> it was like the big one where it was like I knew that he had like the big elephant in the room secret and oh. once we got through that we could start like doing some fucking work <laughs> but yeah well now he's barely silas more anymore so you know now he's silas less yeah <laughs> fuck you <laughs> <laughs> Left, oh yeah. come on if you had said that joke you would have thought you were hilarious i know and that's why i said fuck you because it was so quick <laughs> just, just i'm not it. gonna say that ben will say it yeah. <laughs> it was just 
just so like you were so on top of it and I like just barely registered. Well, uh, as Kit and Bull Uh, and Lucan turn into their uh, triple bedroom, uh, you watch Lucan uh, string the silver thread across the two different doors. Um, Bull, working with Lucan, made sure to get you guys one side by side so Lucan didn't have to string across the hallway. And after he finishes and closes the door, he says, All right, I hope you don't have to leave. And he just flaps into bed because he's exhausted. Pee out the window. I I mean, we can just open the window and I can wild shape and just take the fuck off. So it's true. Um, But yeah, you and Bull settle down for the night as well. Um, And uh, everything is quiet for the most part. And. What was that look for? Nothing. Nope. <laughs> Everything is quiet. Very quiet. Too quiet. Too quiet. quiet. <laughs> <laughs> no. Um. Yeah. As the as the evening wears on, and you know the sun go sun was down hours ago. Um. Everything is seemingly peaceful, despite the contention happening at the uh, edges of Haven. And uh, the only thing uh, out of the ordinary that any of you will see during the night is a splendid show of the aurora in the skies after mm. the uh, uh, after the gray clouds are blown away in the wind. Okay, that's where we're gonna end. Yay! Yay! We only went. 30 minutes over this time. Mm-hmm. Um, hey. 33. But uh, we are not streaming next weekend, no. much to my chagrin, because some fun shit is about to happen. Yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. Yeah. Forgot about that. We are killing uh, Cindy soon. For so. sure. I mean, it's going to be great coming back to Silas being fucking useless. And just having him trying to ca- keep up with you all and just being like, hold on, just, I, oh, God. And, oh, no. See, I don't even want to bring him. I don't even want to bring him. I just want to be like, you just stay here and we'll take care of him. Yeah, God. but that's the thing is if you leave him alone in one place for too long, someone's going to die. Yeah, you also no. know that he's going to fucking run off. I know. He won't let me keep him there. Yeah. Or someone's gonna get him, and it'll probably be Dulthair. Uh, <laughs> uh, hey, Dulthair. Yeah. Uh, mm, never mind. Uh, yay, Titans! Morally ambiguous Titans. So, uh, you can find us on Twitter and several other places. Uh, on Twitter, you can find us at, at Lauren Adventuring Co. No, Lauren ADV Co. Sorry. Um, and, uh, link to that is below. Uh, YouTube video VODs. Oh, yeah. Uh, YouTube. We post the VODs on Wednesdays. It also pops up on several podcasting platforms. So follow us on Spotify, Google Podcasts, and other places like that. Uh, Astrid. Can I sub Oh, hello. 
my name is Astrid. I do some stuff uh, that is stuff. Wow. Let me start over. Hi. Oh. My name is Astrid. All right. And you can see that in all of my handles on everything <laughs> on social media because it's Astrid K. Writes uh, on Twitter and Facebook and Instagram, even though I have like three posts on Instagram. I don't like Instagram. Um, uh, and then you can also find <laughs> this is going so poorly. You can also find me on my website, my website, which is astridnight.com. I am a writer, and I'm writing a book about D&D. It's pretty cool. All yeah, it's right, coming but... out tomorrow. No! <laughs> you keep pushing up the new page. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I want it done. Yeah. I want to read it. It's not coming Seriously, out after the last bit that you shared, a fucking Eddie doing the doing the dance around the... Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. oh my god. I'm glad went... y'all like that. <laughs> I went back and reread that, and I was so fucking happy the whole time. Yeah, that shit like, was hilarious. To the point where the cats watched me reenact it. it was <laughs> really good. That's um, great. But Aww. yeah, no, it's it's fantastic. It was one of the best scenes you've written so far. Aw, thanks. Uh, but uh, then we have Blake Wolf. Hi. Blake Wolf. Yeah. <laughs> so um. Wolfie. Yeah, uh, Blake R. Wolf, B-L-A-K-E-R-W-O-L-F-E. You can find me at BlakeRWolf.com or Blake R. Wolf on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook. I'm on everything. Even on Reddit, actually. Um, yeah, I write books, too. Uh, I just released... What's today? The 13th? So, like, two weeks ago, I released a second book in a fantasy series that I'm working on. Uh, the third book is over halfway finished, over two thirds finished now at this point, and should be coming out in March, uh, sometime. So that is, I guess, what I'm doing. So it's got like dragons and magic and you know gay boys, and that's that's what everybody wants. That's all you need. That's really that's all you need. All that you is need. everything. That's all dragons, magic, and gay boys. Yep, that's all three food groups. And a. <laughs> Hardcore lesbian. Oh, yeah, I forgot. Yeah, well, that's like the very peak of the pyramid for the gays, for the gay guys. That's like yes. lesbians are the, the small little piece at the top. Wow. Well, you just need a little bit of them because, you know, like, <laughs> you've read about, well, you she haven't read about Tara, but Taylor has read about Tara, and Tara is very much not a large doses kind of character. <laughs> <laughs> no, I want Altar all the time. Yeah, I'll um, probably get to her and be like, "Yep, my favorite character." Yeah. Well, she gets yeah. uh she gets more Tara-ish in book 3 that I'm writing right now. She gets even more ridiculous cuz the characters are starting to get really comfortable with each other. So Yeah. That was fun. Yeah. Fucking twink. Um Yeah, yeah. she does God, she does so say that multiple times. So uh, oh, he fucking Fine. Yeah, he's fine. Spoon oh, there's going to be a big um, reveal for him in book three. I'm so excited. Oh, I'm big gay. <laughs> no, that I think we've established that. Tara has established yeah. that. <laughs> she really has. What was it that she said to Lex and Dusk in book two? Like, if you two are done 
What was she? What she say? Uh, it was something like you two are done like undressing each other with your eyes or something like that. It was something similar to that. I can't remember. But I don't remember the line because I literally I'll read all of it. my books twice and that's it. So. <sighs> Ooh, I don't know where that came from. Sorry. Um. I was yawning too. I'm sorry. I've been yawning ever right. since we started. Yeah. Um. I can't help it. <laughs> you. What do you do, Taylor? Oh, yeah. What do you yeah, do? Hi. Hi. You can find me on Twitter at T A I Y L R L L A. Um, be sure to misspell it, otherwise you won't be able to find me. Um, I am an editor. I'm also a writer to a much lesser degree, but uh, we'll we'll see when that actually comes to pass. Uh, starting to work on the sound a little bit more, but I need to write an outline, and I can't figure out how to do it correctly without going off on a tangent. So we'll see what happens. No cards. Um. Yeah, that the problem is not the. We'll talk about it afterward. I actually kind of want your insight on this because oh, I Jesus. feel like my brain isn't working correctly when it comes to actually setting shit up. I bunny trail way too easily. Mm. Uh, anyway, you can find me on Twitter. Uh, you can also find me at sonderediting.com. You can also find a page for Sonder on Facebook now that will le uh, link to everything. Yeah. Uh, I edit for Blake. I've edited all his stuff so far, and I believe I'm going to be editing for Astrid as well i i listen i know like i love that name but every time i hear it i'm like you love caleb and so i have to say yeah it like him. that's um, one of my friends asked me that too is like i knew someone who pronounced it ostrid and so i'm like i'd prefer to do it the midwestern way no, because I <laughs> i'm just i'm just doing your sad wizard boy impression yeah um, no that's fine i've learned to do half my german accent from fucking liam o'brien um but yeah, I hope to edit your book as well. Um, Probably and we'll, you know, when it comes out tomorrow, I'll, mm -hmm. I'll, I'll edit it like right beforehand. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, I think that's all my shit. I don't need to go on crazy, crazy stuff today. So uh, again, we won't be here next weekend, but we will be here for the weekend of. Twenty seven. Yes, are we still planning? Are we still planning on for our one year anniversary to do something like fun, like dressing um, up or something? We the, haven't really talked about it, so we'll have to talk about it. The one year anniversary is my birthday. Yeah. I might have plans. Oh, okay. But you said before that you didn't. Well, I didn't before, but now you now do. I might. So <laughs> that's fine. It's, it's it's over a month out. I don't plan no. ahead. We live in a pandemic. The most I think about is trying to remember what I ate for breakfast. Okay. I don't well. mind. I had my birthday off for for the stream, so I'm the kind of person who celebrates birthdays by playing D D, so oh. I mean I wouldn't mind it either, but I celebrate birthdays by renting myself a hot tub, potentially. Ooh, that sounds like a good idea. Mm -hmm. It does sound fun. Yeah. I mean, that's what I'm doing next week. I I got a hotel room with a big ass tub. Ooh, I love those. 
I'm gonna just soak it in until I become a prune. It's gonna be amazing. Sweet. You and your perfect husband. Yep. He's uh, gonna sit on the bed and like watch anime or something, and I'll be in the tub. <laughs> Listen, that is a great, that is a great vacation. That actually sounds really nice. I actually that I I remembered this today because like this is the hotel that we stayed in uh, right after our wedding, and that's what we did right after because we were like fucking starving because they take away our food so quickly at the reception. Mm -hmm. So we ordered like a shit ton of room service and then watched anime. Sounds <laughs> like a fucking great that's wedding. Awesome. I know it was super cool, and that's when I was like, "This is a good start." I think. Yeah. I'm, I'm cool with it. Like, fuck all the other stuff. Let's just yeah. fucking veg out and have food and watch yeah. fucking Naruto. Yeah. Um, but yeah. Alright, well. We'll see you in two weeks. And, uh... Happy almost spring. Yay. Yeah, we're getting there. Slowly but surely. Someday. It, it's still deep, deep winter in Michigan, so... Yeah. Um... I mean, it's been snowing today. It's still deep winter. But, uh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Bye, y'all. Have, right. have a good day. Bye, everybody. Bye. Bye. Bye.